Hi, my friends. Welcome to Sort of Brilliant, a show where the characters are made up and the sorting absolutely does matter. My name is Rachel. And I'm her best friend and co-host, Lauren. Every other week, we're going to invade a fandom and determine whether your favorite character belongs in Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. We're the Harry Potter podcast that talks way more about any other franchise. Here, we use the sorting structure from Harry Potter as a common language without supporting the author or her beliefs. As for the sorting itself, there's bound to be some arguments along the way. But in the end, we're always right. According to us. Uh, according to us. Hello. I just tried to remember the Star Trek theme and I couldn't. Da, 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 I went, da, da, thank da, da, you. I was about to go. I was about to go. We. <laughs> Wrong star. <laughs> anyway, hello. Welcome. Um, Happy Independence Day. It's the 4th of July today. If you're a, um avid listener and you're listening to the day it came out. But we're not here to celebrate America ever. We're here to celebrate not Damn. America's ass, but America's cousin's ass. It is Chris Pine. Um, this is also <laughs> Hannah's birthday episode, and she has blessed me by choosing the Star Trek movies. Um, I'm not a Star Trek fan, but I am a huge fan of these movies. Not, okay, because of Chris Pine, but <laughs> they're also Don't really, lie. they're really, really good movies. Yeah. And I maybe probably would go watch Star Trek if it wasn't William Shatner. So sorry for that, but <laughs> he should apologize, not you. Yeah, he should. should apologize. You know what? We were watching. I was watching the second one, and my dad came up and did that thing where he stood there and then eventually sat down, like dads do. You know, yep. and they're yep. like, "I'm not gonna watch this," and then they're watching it. And I called, I called Shatner a fat old bastard for some reason, and my dad didn't even ask why. He just said, yeah, I know he's a dick. And if I don't even need to explain to my, like, 60-year-old father <laughs> about William yeah. Shatner, then he's a really bad person. Yeah, he's an old Anyway, bitch. tangent. When the normies know, that's that's when you know it's bad. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, Hannah. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm really offended because I thought you were going to say we're celebrating my ass, which is oh, the most important. <laughs> I mean, also Hannah's ass. Also, I was trying America's to make ass? a Captain America... <laughs> Chris Pine relation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> all the Chris's. Are they in any movies together? No. They should Chris be. Pine hasn't even done Marvel yet. It'll happen one day. They should do a romantic comedy together. Yeah, like Andrew Garfield and Florence Pugh are doing for me. They did that for me. Yes. <laughs> Just manifest and it, me. bro. They did it for bisexuals everywhere. <laughs> what? Manifest? Facts. Oh, manifest it. I thought you were like, what did Josh Dallas do for us? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about a show I was like super into and then fucking. Are you guys? Yeah, eventually. He did the real life thing that we were just talking about with Buffy where you were like, I condone actors cheating. Okay. He did it. Right. Why are you making me sound like the bad person that I am? It's only one instance I said, that Rachel In my that. youth, in my youth, I really wanted Sarah Michelle Geller and David Boreanaz. <laughs> you said you still think it's happening now. Don't even try. <laughs> I, you know, and there's a part of my brain, it's like my lizard child brain, that is like, I still want them to be in love because I know they were in love. Okay, like, that's, okay, I can see that. I thought you were just like, Dude. they can get away with it because they're no, famous. No, it's fine. I actually hate cheaters and think they should, okay, like, good. burn alive. Same. Um, but for some reason, when I ship their characters on TV, I'm like, <laughs> as a little treat <laughs> to me. Very strange, bizarre stuff. I can see my own faults. Don't, all right. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you meet the love of your life while you're married. Look at, you look know. at, look at Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, 
Wasn't didn't Ryan Reynolds was cheating on Scarlett Johansson with Sandra Bullock first? Bro, I don't know. Damn. <laughs> I remember reading that article. This is this is alleged. I don't know that it was ever <laughs> proven, but that they actually yeah, but sorry, Ryan. They were, we're having, listening to this. they were having marital problems while he was on the proposal and there was speculation that he you and know, Sandra Bullock mm, were Honestly, well, Taylor Swift can cheat all she wants. <laughs> She keeps writing great songs about it. So, like, we support women's rights. I support you. <laughs> but Taylor Swift is not in Star Trek. That would be weird. Can you imagine? Wow. I wonder if she likes Star Trek. Definitely not. She likes, like, Grey's Anatomy. She watches Game of Thrones. She loves Game of Thrones. Okay. But that's a different kind. That's, that's the fantasy end of the, the sci fi. Yeah. I don't know if she's a space nerd. Yeah. That uh, may be true. But I, c- I was surprised she watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I would watch her show up in an episode of something randomly we were talking about like a new girl <laughs> we were talking about if jensen ackles had the poll to get into the celebrity tent at a taylor swift concert and um my friend was like i think only if she watched a show that he was in she was like otherwise i don't think he would you know you don't feel that like means, she's watched supernatural I, that means she like, watched she stranger has, things i was gonna say because she david harbour was there oh really i i mm-hmm. was like she might have watched the boys yeah. The boys. Yeah. She's got to have at least watched one of them. I bet she watched the boys. I feel like she'd be Pretty an heavy, Annie heavily fan. popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we've talked about yeah. everything but Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I had to slip in the supernatural. So today we don't know. We were talking about who we're sorting because <laughs> we were like, wait, who are we sorting? Um, this isn't a franchise that or we won't be coming back to the movies. They're only through movies. Um, if we come back, I mean, we're not going to come back ever because we're not going to sort these characters again because they'll be the same house. No, um, as yeah. but if they give us more in the fourth one in 2030, even though we for some reason did Peter Parker three times and expected people to be into that, it's they're different completely version. different. Well, yes, but like, <laughs> but like the Star Trek movies have established that. The 60s Star Trek is a different uh-huh. alternate universe to the right. movie. Like, they established that in movie. So, but we're not going to watch the Shatner show. If anything, maybe Picard or something will happen. George may push for Discovery. He really might. Okay. You know what? George can have that because he gets a birthday episode sometimes. So, uh, since we're not coming back to this, we're probably just going to sort everybody who matters, which we're definitely obviously doing Kirk and Spock in... Uh, Oh my god! It just flew out of my head. Hannah was like, "Make sure you say Bones. it this way." No, Uhura. Oh, Uhura. Uh-huh. Oh, I just oh, said, you it said, it, you said it fancy. Nice oh, fancy I can way. never do that again. Um, <laughs> I'll just copy and paste it. The rest of the episode. <laughs> I, didn't I won't mean be to. doing. I won't um, be even making an attempt. Don't get used to that. Um, so we'll definitely be doing them, and then obviously um, Leonard McCoy Bones and uh, Scotty probably and Chekhov and Sulu. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I really we'll chat I about forgot how much I like. Now I can't remember her name. The chick from the, not Carol, um, the other girl, the alien girl from the third movie. From the third uh, movie, yeah. yeah. And they were, really and they were like, movie. obviously she'll be in the yeah. fourth movie that they never made. Let me just talk about the fact that this fourth movie hasn't been made yet. They've been edging us for Paramount <laughs> Pictures. I'm under your bed. I'm under your bed. You don't even know. There was supposed to be one three years later, and then they were like, something happened. Never mind. I don't remember when the last one came out, like 2013, 2016. When Chris Pine was doing press for, for Dungeons and Dragons, yes. he was like, yeah, I want to make this movie. I know. They, <laughs> I want to do So more whatever. The last one came out in 2016, and they were like, okay, the next one will be in two to three years. And then it like just didn't. 
And then they were like, mm. okay, um, we figured out the new script. I think it was like a problem with the director because it was like J.J. Abrams and it was yeah. other people, blah, blah, blah. J.J. Abrams always going in fucking stuff up and then people got to go clean it up. And if they don't have Disney money, it's not cleaned up. Anyway, so then they were like, oh, we made the script and it's going to be about um, Kirk's father. It gets sucked through a time wormhole and he gets sucked into the future with Kirk, which would be great, right? Who doesn't mm-hmm. want a Chris Pine, mm-hmm. fucking Chris, Hems- Chris Hemsworth do a movie? And then Paramount had the audacity to go to these two men after all of the Thor movies and all of the stuff that Chris Pine has done, like Princess Diaries 2, and to say, <laughs> and to say, we want to pay you way less than you earn on all of the other shit that you do. Um, say thank you. Come on. And they were like, no. So then they were like, okay, it won't be a Chris Hemsworth movie anymore, but we're definitely making it. Um, it's in production. Everybody's coming back. We're going to start filming this fall. They said that earlier last year. They're going to start coming in this fall. And fucking mm-hmm. fucking Carl Urban on Press for the Boys was like, I don't know what they're talking about because I'm shooting Boys season four this fall. So I don't know what they mean. And then there's been no news again. Just literally no use. The director <laughs> that they had dropped out to do Fantastic Four. So that sucks. Marvel, fuck you. So that is why. But also nobody informed Carl Urban that he was coming back to play Bones. <laughs> He's probably contractually obligated to. I don't know. How, their contract has to have run out. How long? Zachary Quinto has said that he will only be Spock five times. So they have two hmm. more movies where they can have Zachary Quinto. I just make the fucking movie. I don't understand. It's all Paramount has. I don't understand why they wouldn't just invest the money. Like people like the Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine combo. They would have made so much money like why wouldn't you just pay them especially if they'd done it when they were planning on doing it like the 2019 like they still would but that was like peak i Mm -hmm. like that was ragnarok coattails Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and wonder woman yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah, he wasn't wonder woman (laughs) princess diaries 2 was such an iconic role that sometimes i forget that he's been in like a wrinkle in time (laughs) all these really great other movies where he's like the lead um, anyway, <laughs> he's been a lead in a lot of movies, guys, and they're all really good, like, Academy-level movies. Has he been in any romantic comedies besides Princess Diaries? Princess Diaries? Um, yeah, he's been in uh, This is like War. Yes. This is War with Reese Witherspoon, and her name is I Lauren, I saw that. and he says Lauren at least 15 times in that movie, and it's great. His name is uh, J.K.R., or J.F.K., I'm sorry. He's named after J.F.K., and they just call him J.F.K. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> He's a secret oh agent. And- We're devolving fast. So let's <laughs> let's let's bring this back. <laughs> Are you sure that you want to? I think this is going pretty great. We're um, completely on topic. Going amazing. We gotta kill some time because <laughs> Anna doesn't think she has anything to say. But I probably you've got will. Plenty. Watch. Watch Maybe what happens. We always think that when we come. Rachel on here, said like, that after sending me like eighteen screaming texts about divorcing her husband. So I don't know why she thinks she has nothing to say. <laughs> about this movie Uh, i'm probably gonna get riled it's likely we should have brought george in for like a guest segment number one spock defender number one fucking spock defender tj will come on here and defend angry spock rights for oh my god (laughs) he's like angry spock is my favorite character specifically angry spock when he's angry unbelievable so when he's about to murder people yes we're going to get into it. Vulcan bastard. Hannah, did did uh, did Kirk cheat on the uh, Kobashi Maru? Did Kirk? Yeah. Did he cheat? <sighs> Technically. No. Wrong. All right. Let's get into it. 
All right, let's start with Kirk. We're gonna start. See, we're like, gonna start with Kirk. <laughs> he's a Gryffindor. To. Next, um, <laughs> I don't need to explain. You don't. You look don't. At look at look at all of. Just look at him. Yeah, it's it's heavy I don't know on if the Everybody remembers these movies. Um, I feel like people forget they exist until they watch them, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I love this movie. Yeah, it's me. amazing." This is yeah. these are my comments. Like I can turn these on and watch them in a row like multiple times. But I do also do that where if they're not in front of me, I'm like, I don't remember the plot. It's it's great as a comfort movie though, though, because then I put it on, right? And I'm like, oh my God, everything is brand new to me. <laughs> like it's really great. But um so for anybody who doesn't remember, this movie open well, it opens with um Emma Swan and Thor having a baby. <laughs> but then and that baby is Kirk. But then That's why he's an emotion house. <laughs> Look after his mama. <laughs> um, but then uh, it's like baby nine-year-old Kirk speeding through the future Kansas Plains in a fucking yeah. uh, stole a stepdad's yeah, car. Yeah, blasting a sabotage. Fuck you, you're not my dad. <laughs> yep. Sabotage and uh, trying to kill robot cops, almost eating himself off a cliff. So Rachel was like, "That's all I needed." And then, uh, and then also, literally well, all you need. and then also he goes into the bar and the guy's like, there's four of us and one of you. So what are you going to do about it? And he's like, well, I guess you should invite more guys. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's getting beat up to feel something is what's happening. <laughs> so just when he calls them cupcake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Later just, on. I just he's, love yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, but he's like that quintessential thing that you guys always talk about that Gryffindors do where they have like that one defining thing in their life that they take it and they like shove it deep inside of them and it's like a big driving force the trauma yep That's yeah. daddy trauma yeah. daddy trauma <laughs> daddy trauma daddy issues i cannot live up to my daddy who um sacrificed himself for everybody including me and also he really really wants his daddy to be there i just love that pike just showed up and knew exactly how to fucking play this guy <laughs> yes yes oh my god he he's so He's so typically predictable when, like, Spock's like, I'm from, like, I, like older Spock, Leonard Dimore is like, I'm from the future, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, is my dad alive in your universe? <laughs> and Spock's like, I know what you want. Yeah, he's proud of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Aw, you I know exactly what you want. Like, I like, don't blame no, him. I, listen, we're maligning the Gryffindor daddy issues here, but... You know, your dad's a big part of of your of your life most of the time. Like, or the absence of him is a big part of your life. Like, well, it's like it, he does the Dean Winchester thing that Dean does with his mom, where it's like he built him up, right? And then, like, I you like, and and in this case, well, like Dean with John, John built Mary up, and like ev- this entire Starfleet command is like, your dad is so great, so mm-hmm. you can't really blame him. So anytime he does something wrong, it's like. Mm, your dad your dad wouldn't be happy about that yeah like but when he does shit right it's never also, like your like, dad would be what, proud yeah that's <laughs> what like pike was pike didn't actually know him he was like i studied him in my thesis I and i was like okay okay <laughs> like whatever yeah. nobody cared about fucking first mate george kirk but he was just so but he was so good at manipulating kirk to do what he wanted he him to well, do he knew. just based he knew. off of this one thing he knew he was a gryffindor i don't know how but it's he did. the best <laughs> card it's the best card to play yeah, yeah. it really is yep well the whole i dare you to do better like <laughs> yeah he well but also like I, he got the i mean he got the gryffindor thing too where like you know the special person oh, that yeah, knows yeah. your special comes and plucks you out like he got the harry potter thing right 
Like he fu- he fucking came and grabbed him from Kansas and was like, "You're gonna be an amazing mm-hmm. like Starfleet captain, and I have so much faith in you." And like, and then yeah, he goaded mm-hmm. him, and Kirk was like, mm, "Captain in five years old, yeah. three, like you know, like well, he you knew see, exactly like, what to do." Most of the Gryffindorism when he's with uh, with Spock, and I think I don't think it's a big spoiler to say they're not in the same house. Um, like it's, I, I don't think so, right? Imagine if we came out, we were <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Spock's a Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking imagine. Totally. Um, Spock but because they're so <laughs> very different, um, a lot of their like relationship is so crazy. It brings out the crazy Gryffindor in him. Like, oh, no, number one thing I think most Gryffindors can agree on hating is narcs. Like, we don't like a tattletale. We don't like a snitch. And the whole conversation where Spock is like, he told on Kirk, okay? He told on him. And this is in the second movie, I believe. The and second one, yes. Yeah. And he's like, like, I thought we were like in love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just wrote, he wrote an incident report. But the best part is that Kirk is like, I don't like a snitch, bitch. And Spock is like, bro, I literally cannot lie. Like, do you understand that I can't lie? And he's like, there's half of you that fucking can. I'm talking to that half. Like. I feel like other houses would be like, yeah, all right, he's a Vulcan, like, it, yeah, typical, but no. Kirk loves him. <laughs> I think what <laughs> I think what's great about that conversation, too, is that Spock is like, I was just writing an incident report. Like, he, yes. and he, Kirk's like, what yes. are you, a cop? <laughs> Kirk didn't tell me he's going to lie. Like, Kirk expected Spock to also lie because because the reason the reason the reason that all this happened is. Yes, because they were trying to mm-hmm. save Spock's life. Yes. But before that, it's because yep. they were interfering when the prime directive is that they shouldn't be interfering. They're supposed to observe or whatever. But as much as Spock is for yeah. the prime yeah, directive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk can get him yeah. to be like, people are going to die. <laughs> like, you know, like he, he so Kirk right. like expected him to also lie because first they were saving people from dying and then they saved Spock from dying. Right. So Spock was like, I just wrote an incident report on what happened. Yeah. And Kirk's whole thing is like, yeah. <laughs> Give me a heads up, bro. Like, you've met me. You know that I'm going to lie my ass about this. <laughs> you didn't tell me you were doing Like, I wouldn't have lied, maybe, yeah. if I knew that you were going to rat me out. <laughs> but, uh, right. Yeah. Like, we could have planned yeah. it. Like, yeah. it, he, it was like a partnership thing. He was like, you weren't my partner. Like, we could have had a plan. And you yeah. went and, like, submitted an incident report <laughs> that didn't need to be submitted. Yeah. Like, all they need is the captain's logs. No, I agree. Right? On, like, a, on a mission that goes right. That as he goes well, is which is things. what Kirk was it's saying true. happened. So. But in Spock's mind, he was like, this is how the system works. And when something goes wrong, you submit an incident report. And he's like, no, you little narc. No. It's like, I'm trying to teach you to be cool. Why can't you never <laughs> just be cool like me? Let's be it's honest. so like heavily this, that, it's yeah. It's totally Dean Winchester and Cass almost. It's like, but he wouldn't like him as much it if is. he was cool. Like, that's a part oh, of yeah. why he likes him yeah. so much. Gryffindors love that. He's a little it's, lame it's a sickness. Nerd. It's for real a sickness. Well, he also looks as someone who is very, like, logic-based, and he, he grew up being half-human, but not really being a part of that culture, and he looks at this person who is, like, the epitome of a fucked-up human being. Human, who's yeah. nothing but just, like, a ball of emotions, and he's like, this is so interesting. Right. And I think that Kirk looks at him the same way where he's like, mm-hmm. what is well, you're so deliciously weird. You're so bizarre. Speak more. Actually, stop speaking. No, wait, speak more. Like, that's this whole thing with him. After that scene that Rachel talked about when they have like the fight, they have like a second fight about it because Kirk is getting so he's like because he saved Spock's life. And oh, actually, before that, he has a conversation with um Bones. I think it's. It's when they're trying to figure out if they should beam him up or just go away like Spock is telling them to. And Kirk's like, 
what would Tom do if he was in my place? And Bones was like, he'd leave your ass here. Like, I don't like So Kirk is like still thinking about that after he's saved Spock or whatever. And Spock's like being all like, you broke the rules or whatever. And Kirk is like, yeah, you can still yell at me about that because I fucking saved you. So he's like, I just need you. He's like, can you understand why I saved you? And then they spend like five, like five minutes staring at each other. And Kirk just like, and Spock's looking at him like, I don't. I don't get. Yeah, what? he just leaves. <laughs> and Kirk rolls his eyes and just leaves. He's like, what? he's like, I can't, I cannot with you. Like, I can't. How do you just not get it? And I just want you guys, I, I need uh-huh. you guys to know that this is like ninety five percent of my fights with my husband is exactly how they go. Where it's I'm like, Gryffindor, I love you, and it's <laughs> how do you not get that? And he just stares at me. I can't lie. Like, I don't do that. And I'm like, fucking learn, fucking learn how to do it. She's like. But do you understand that I love you, but I can't say I love you? Like, do you get that? And they're just like, I don't get. And then you just get the weird robot head tilt. No. And and you as a Gryffindor are like, <laughs> I've never wanted to throttle someone. So it's so obvious. Yeah, it, yeah. I've never been more clear. I've you never just, been clear about my feelings. <laughs> like, or then in the first one, we could circle back I to the first one. Obviously, life. we're going to be like <laughs> jumping all over the place here. But um, the whole thing with the test, right? So Lauren brought up the test yeah. because this was a big, like, um, I was super drunk and I was texting Lauren like my thing, my thumbs were on fire and I was like, do you think, do you think that Kirk fucking cheated on this test? We found the because divide. I honestly don't think he did. And I also don't care if it's cheating because if your test is so stupid that it can be hackable, then you fucking deserve to win. Like you did everything you needed to do to be the best. Like good for you. You figured it out. And George is like, absolutely not. He broke the rules. I have him kicked out of the fucking Federation so fast. I was like, shut up. Shut up. such a loser. <laughs> so me and George are furiously like fighting with Lauren. Like, Yeah. And Lauren's on my side and George is like, I can't Both believe this. You, none of you have any respect for the rules. You have no respect for how anything works. Like, he's so upset. So, like, the reason I hesitated is because I don't think that he did anything wrong. Right. But there's the technicality of, like, think of in an academic sense. If there was a test that someone made <laughs> unpassable and you hacked into the system... And changed it, that would be, you would get expelled. No. No. This is, and this is what I was getting into with George. Mm, this is what I was getting into with George because this, no. This, I know, I, but the I system's think stupid. That she shouldn't be expelled. I don't, I don't care what the, the rules. The rules are rules stupid, you know? They are. No. Yeah. I, no, no, no. But, but he didn't cheat, but yeah. they, they should be changed because he didn't cheat. I was, because George was doing that. George was like pulling out all the stuff, like, the point oh. of the test is to be in a position where you have to choose one or the like. There is no win, and I was like, I was like, no. George, and he was like, "That's no. how you know who no. would be a good captain. Like, you have to see what they would do under that sort of pressure, and like what the no win like decisions would be." I was like, George, if I had a fucking person who knew what the situation was going to be beforehand and didn't do everything they could to avoid it, I would not want them to be captain. I was like, they should have kept their test fucking secret if they didn't want Kirk to know what was coming. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, because Vulcans, because Vulcans like George can't handle that with like that you beat them at something like they can't they can't handle it. They're like, oh, you need to be deleted then. Like you can't surpass me. No way. And like this, this obsession and like love for the rules, like. 
you have to understand like this whole point of the operation and you broke the point of the operation. Like it actually I like circum I, I, I went around it. Like, Wouldn't you want that? Some rules are either stupid or meant to be broken. And like Kirk really understands this and does not get the respect he deserves for it. Okay. I really don't think he does. I don't care if you want to call it cheating. It doesn't matter. He proved <laughs> well, himself to be the best for the position. Everyone you know? in, in these movies would be dead if it wasn't for him always being for right real. and breaking all the rules. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, exactly. That's why I was, oh my God. And I was, okay, well, now we can go to the second movie again. I'm going to do two things, basically. First, I was talking to Rachel because Kirk does this all the time and it's so Gryffindor. He's not as, um like, open and openly emotionally um like intelligent as like hook is with like the feel like he's he's more he's more dean winchester about it but more so also than dean he uses that emotional intelligence on um like Mm -hmm. others like dean doesn't so dean is very internal about he's very good at himself and not so good at everybody else um mostly because of his hang-ups with himself kirk is out there like in the second movie watching this guy like Why'd they blow up the archive? Why'd he take the briefcase? And he's like looking at that or when he's looking at there was like another instance with Benedict Cumbersnatch like observing somebody and he was like, oh, when they when they were going to Vulcan. No, no. Also, when they were going to Vulcan and he told them, like, we're going into an ambush because this is what happened and blah, 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 blah. And he's got to convince all these people that are supposed to be way smarter and way higher up up than him. And he's got to tell them, like, no, none of you are paying attention. Like, you're falling in. It's so interesting because these people are falling into, like, the first logical yeah. trap they see and Kirk yeah. is like yeah, yeah. why yeah. are these life forms acting like this yeah <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> and then you have to sit and ask yourself why is this dumbass the only person who stops to think why is something happening instead of just military it's right. not a military organization it's the worst. instead of just showing right. up and being like well this is what we do he does he does yes and he does do it you're right. He does do it with Khan, mm-hmm. too, because Khan's thing is like it's the people and the missiles. Right. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yeah. And Kirk's like, yeah. there's something going on here. And, <laughs> and, and Spock's just like, but Spock's also, just like, he's evil. Like, and I'm like, yes, layer. that's correct, Spock. But like, what's happening here? Yeah, no, it's an emotional intelligence. Like it's a it's a you get a spidey sense about people and about situations mm-hmm. and about things. And even though he's not constantly like, OK, like Captain Hook in Once Upon a Time. He reads everybody right. for filth all the time. Like he says it to you to your face constantly. <laughs> and he like says it to their face and is also like, and this is how I feel about you. And you're like, oh my God, straight to my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And Kirk can, <laughs> Kirk totally can, but he doesn't like, he's also, he internalizes a lot too. He, he, you just more of more sort of see the questions on his face and then he'll ask the question. And he's so used to, I think he's so used to being shut down by like these other logical thinkers that he's like, mm-hmm. All right, maybe I shouldn't say it, but when the yeah. when the sensation on the back of his mm-hmm. fucking neck yeah. is screaming at him, he's like, I, I'm sorry, I just need to ask this. Like, are you all fucking dumb? <laughs> <laughs> and it just yep. comes out. <laughs> yep. They're like, no, we've arrived right, at the logical right, right. answer. We don't need anything further. And he's like, like but these are people. Yeah. <laughs> and people do stupid things or emotional things. Like, you know, like people do things for reasons. They don't just willy nilly just go do. Th- it's not a game of. Ship. Yeah, they're just they did something, yeah. and then they're just that's what, waiting for you yeah. to make your next move. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why the whole older Spock thing is so <laughs> funny too, because older Spock knows mm-hmm. him obviously extremely mm-hmm. well. They're lovers. <laughs> they are. So he and have been for years. So he goes to him like emotionally, like we said with his dad, and also goes at him with like the like you're a great captain, like you do all this, blah 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 blah. 
And also, <laughs> I don't know if you remember at the end of the movie when Spock meets him and uh, he's like, oh, I, Kirk like never told me that you existed. And older Spock's like, yeah, I may have implied to him like some catastrophic like time hole worm, wormhole thing would like open up and destroy the world. And Spock was like, and he felt yeah. <laughs> and 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 the, the the older Spock was like, listen, man, I did ex like <laughs> they're and they're both like, oh, isn't he just adorably dumb? They are. They're <laughs> like, he's so dumb. But also, older Spock is like, that's his like emotional mm -hmm. thing. He's like, people are like, you know, great. Like, you know, he totally believes that, and, and that's what I was saying to. <laughs> to George too because older Spock did all this shit to Kirk to like get him on his side to believe what's happening or whatever and then younger Spock fucking hates Kirk and older Spock shows up and is like you're besties and younger Spock's like oh, okay. I'll start working on that no. yeah. that's exactly it yeah but no what else would I whereas like I would never emotion house would never I'd be like I, no, we would never listen to our other self from another universe. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You're so annoying. Literally leave my site right now before I hit you. Fucking fucking Dean Winchester in the end. Or fucking fucking hook punching for, his younger no, self. No, literally, like, we, we, I don't, you're the last person I want to hear from right now. Are you serious? I do not fucking trust don't you. Don't tell me you've learned no. lessons. I don't believe that. I would never learn a lesson. People used to anyway. I don't fucking trust you. Yeah, for real. For real. No, um. So, but but also what happens in the second movie is they demote him because of yeah. that mission, yeah. right? That he saves that planet or whatever. So he breaks the prime directive and they demote him. Again, it's like a repeat almost of the, you cheated, mm -hmm. you're on school probation yep. or whatever. This is something that he really shouldn't have been demoted for, but he was because of the prime directive. But I was laughing because he's immediately kept <laughs> Yeah. Because Pike makes him first, first, yeah. uh, what, I don't remember what his first mate or first man, first man or whatever. And then Pike does. <laughs> oh, that's the other so thing sad, too. Pike I is like him. his. Pike was his surrogate daddy, yeah. and yeah. Khan murdered him. And then, it's like, not my space daddy. And then, yeah. And then, and then Kirk was like, "I don't have emotional intelligence anymore. Kill this yeah. man!" <laughs> the, the Peter Quill jumped out. The Peter Quill. <laughs> right. The other Fuck space the Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he, he came back because um because then the admiral wanted him to shoot all the missiles at the guy, and he was like, and. And he was like, but maybe I won't start a war with the Klingons. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe you seem a little too happy but to do obviously, this. Yeah. And obviously, the Admiral really thought he was the guy to be that way, mm -hmm. to be the Peter Quill. And, you know, maybe if space travel was a bit faster, he might have just fucking shot the missiles. But he had some time to think. And that was Spock. That was a little bit of the logic house coming in being like, man, maybe we shouldn't start a war because your daddy's dead. <laughs> 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 like, your surrogate daddy. He reigns himself in, I have to say, like he gets better at it and he does rein himself in like at the appropriate times. Whereas someone like like Peter Quill doesn't, he doesn't, he hasn't reached that level yet. Like he's right. much more immature than Kirk, I think. Yeah. I don't think Kirk's a very yes. immature person. I actually don't. Like he's, no, no. I think he's cocky sometimes he's and whatever, right. but he's, but he's he, cocky because he's right. Yeah. He, yeah, he's right. And I think, yeah, I think he grew up. I think he's a little like Dean where he grew up very young. Yeah. Do we ever find out what the hell happened to his mom? Like where the his fuck mom, is Emma Swan? <laughs> she, she was like, cause he called her once in like the second or third movie. So she's alive. She's mm. just like, she just like she, space out like after I don't I Thor think, died? Well, I, I, after eight, I think after like age 18, he kind of went off and she was like and she knows him and was like, I've just got to let him mm, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
Because, yeah, she was kind of absent there. But I don't know that we know enough to know that she was a neglectful mom. He obviously still really loved her. He was getting in touch with her. So, I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. I, I guess we should talk a little bit about the third movie, even though I feel like it's a really good movie. But I feel like the least... The least important, I think. Yeah. yeah. They're, the, they're all established characters at that point, And it's not a big enough plot to really push them anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, a, there was supposed to be a fourth movie. I think it was supposed to bridge into, like, whatever. Because um, the third movie was... <laughs> I told Rachel this. I was like, love how everybody on this ship is so depressed. They refuse to talk about it. And they're all just going to leave without telling yeah. anybody else. I do love how, like, Bo- yeah. I think it was Bones who said to him, he was like, yeah, I know your dad's dead and whatever. And this day is sad for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. And then later in the third, the other, I don't know. I'm just picking things out of the third movie. But like when they're on that ship that the, the girl alien has Jefferson. been. Yeah, yeah whatever. Jeff- and he Jeff- sees the, the fucking captain's seat. Oh, the Franklin. Yeah, that's yeah. right. The guy's name is Jeff. He sees the captain's seat and Scotty's like, just let him sit there. Like, he, he, he yeah, likes that Scotty's seat. like, he really likes that seat. <laughs> <laughs> no. But that's he his does. thing. The ship, like the ship, the captain's seat is his fixation. That is his thing. The, yeah, the ship is his car. Well, I was going to, um, when we talk about Scotty, I'll talk about this too, because I think it's really interesting how they both do this. But it's like, it's my ship. Like, don't, yeah. don't screw up my ship. Like, when he hands over the, when he has to hand over the seat to, like, Sulu or whatever, he's like, don't fuck up my ship. Like, I'm coming back. So, yeah, like, I think, like, a big cheat code if you're looking really, if someone is a Gryffindor is, like, what are they hyper they have a thing. They have a thing. A yeah. physical thing. Yeah, no. It's and a it's literal like, thing. And they're, they're all, like, literally mourning the ship when they yeah. have to, like, detach the saucer and, like, it's dead. The ship is dead. Like, he literally mourns it. Like, they go and yeah. visit it to find the, find the crew. But he's, like, in the hole. <laughs> you know, like, he <laughs> wanted us to sort the Enterprise, and I was really? like, I, okay, I don't, well, <laughs> vehicles, I don't do that. vehicles that have souls are almost always Gryffindors. I don't know, because their owners <laughs> are Gryffindors, and they imbue it with it themselves. <laughs> mm. I don't, I like, the Impala is a Gryffindor. I don't know. Like, Millennium you know, Falcon. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, sure. they put a bit of their own soul into it. That's what gives it life. Yeah. So, okay. Um. He'll be so happy to hear that. This. was really cute and like poetic and also kind of like 30, like sad. you have to do this. And I, that was like one of the things I remembered. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like Emma's yellow bug and the Jolly Roger. Yeah. Like they're all, you know, That's like. True. <laughs> yeah. It's their little child. These are all Gryffindors doing child. They've imbibed yeah. with themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my God. It's, this is, it's one of those ones where it's like, watch the movie he's I think yeah. it's fun to talk about him in juxtaposition to the other characters too though like if you yes, guys want to get into Spock the, well the last thing I was going to say like the, so he he is trying to get off the ship they went on this like five year mission that he really really was excited at at the beginning and then like three years in he's he's fucking sitting alone doing his captain log like <laughs> Space is endless. What are we all here for? <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave a Gryffindor alone for too long. No. We start to get too existential up in here. We're like, yeah. what's, what's the purpose? Of Why life? am I Spock here? Was what, am I even too, real, dude? So they probably were having sex and like, yeah. So like, <laughs> so like, but no. But at the end of the movie, because he puts in for the vice admiral position yeah. at um, what's it's called? I don't remember what that place was called in the middle of nowhere that they built that big shiny yes. orb thing floating. I'd in never space. know the name. <laughs> yeah, I it had a nice name and now I can't remember it. Oh, it was called um Yorktown. 
I remember because I was oh, like, fucking I Americans you. named this place. Fucking Americans named this place. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um- <laughs> Yankee Doodle Town. <laughs> <laughs> it's where we win the war. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's Yorktown. Um, So he puts in for the vice admiral. And then after he does the whole mission or whatever, the, uh, the lady's like, obviously, you've earned it. Like, you know, you can start. And he's like, vice admirals don't get to fly, do they? He's like, nope. And he was like, all right, bye. <laughs> I, yeah, he's like, he's like, I've realized something that I knew all along and I needed to hit over the head to see it. <laughs> it's like, yes, you were depressed and now you've taken medication. Yes. Like, <laughs> and now you can go back on your ship. Oh, the la- you're right. Okay, so this is this is a scene between Kirk and Spock and Aurora. Uh, so let's, I did it again. Let's get into the other people and I can kind of talk about it because it's all three of them being exactly their house. Okay. Um, In the second, in the third movie, when Spock and Uhura are fighting. I like this R rolling thing you're doing. I in won't the, be doing I know, it. I know. I'm not, I'm not meaning to. When when they're fighting and they're going down to the planet, is it the third one or the second one? I think it's the no. It's the, no. It's the second one. Oh, well, when they're no, going it's the third one. No, it's when the they're separated one. It's the or it's this. No, it's the second one. It's no, it's the third no. one. It's when he they're fight. They fight both movies. Describe it's the scene. It's, are it's all the three of them in the, in the little ship. ship. All three of them are in the little ship. That's the second and one. Where they're going okay. in for a con. Yeah, and yeah, second one. It, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and, and they start Yuhura and, and Spock start going at it. Yeah. And then Kirk's like, Are we really doing this now? Yeah. And he's like, actually, you know what? I agree with her. Yeah. Like, oh. So anyway, yeah. Go ahead. We can go into Spock. I mean, I guess we have to because it's it's yeah. Kirk's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I I can't stand this muff. Look at, <laughs> yeah. look at I this like man. Spock. I, I fucking will, love Spock. I don't I understand. Love Spock. Why and I think like Spock. they're perfect for Is each other. Is it because you're married? No, to she Spock? does. She does. Yeah, she does. She's just annoyed that she married him. Yeah. You know, before all this, <laughs> and that she is Kirk. I bought. She... I bu- I've bought George the Vulcan ears before. You know, like I've known for a long time what I married into. <laughs> I was aware. Um, I just didn't. It was like you guys were describing earlier where you're like, these are the types of movies like you forget them. But then you jump back into them. You're like, oh, they're amazing. And I remember this now. Like, I haven't seen these in probably 10 years. Uh, Like, especially the first one. I have not seen it in a long time. And I started watching it and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Don't fucking tell me. (laughs) Don't tell me this. And George is like, what? Don't you just love Spock? Spock's like my favorite character. He's so great. Nothing Spock ever does is wrong. And I'm like, actually, I think Kirk is great and nothing Kirk ever does is wrong. So I'm not sure. And immediately they have that fight over the the test. And it just I think we paused the movie for like an hour just to scream at each other about it. Like truly, truly. And I, we continued the next day. The next day was Father's Day. And I woke up and I was like, am I going to give him his gifts? Because like... <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so fucking livid right now. So anyway. She's like fucking space pig. <laughs> apologist. Like. I was like, you Vulcan apologist piece of shit. Like, um, But yeah, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone that Spock's a Ravenclaw, right? Like it's. it's I really hope him. not. And it's one of those look ones that's almost depressingly yeah. obvious. Yeah, I that know. You're like, I yeah. don't want it I to know. be, but. Because you're like, oh, yeah, robot man with no emotions who's really smart as a Ravenclaw. Ooh, it's like, sorry, he is. Like, I, I know. I low-key went in and I was like, maybe he can be like a Hufflepuff. Who knows? Like, maybe we can we can swing this a different way. Like, it doesn't have to be so on the nose. No, no. Spock won't let you. Sometimes they exactly who they say they are. Yeah. Exactly who they say they are. Oh, my God. What it says so- on the tin. Yeah, it's the it's the rule loving Ravenclaw, too. It's the ones where it's, it's like the system where it's like that. I told. Mm, well. 
We can't talk about this. I know. Another character. I know. I know. I know. I was. <laughs> I caught myself too. We have one coming yeah. down the pipe right. that's like yeah. similar in in the well, system. Sort same of. house, very different. No, very different. No, no. Way in the respect looks. of. Anyways, oh, okay. let's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't spoil that. Do you want? I want to say one thing that I really love. There's Go a moment okay. in the first movie where he, where Kirk is getting his like. I don't know what the fuck the position is. He's supposed to be getting like inducted into like the council of Vulcans. Yeah. Right. And uh, they're insulting him, basically saying like, oh, you achieved all of these things, even though you're half fucking human. Mm. Uh, And and you just see the switch go off in his head. And I just love that he like takes them down with their own flawed logic. Yeah. To show them their bigotry. And then is like, bye. Yeah. Like I... (laughs) That's probably one of my favorite. <laughs> you can see moments. everyone put up the peace signs. It was really cute. Because yes. <laughs> I love, I love when logic houses out logic like house more. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you see logic yeah. houses fighting, and yeah. the one out logics the other. It's I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's just so entertaining. It's like a, li- a little nerd rap battle. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Completely unrelated. I also love when emotion houses do that to other emotion houses because mm. um, the the big example I have is when like Peter and Tony are fighting in. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> yes, but it's they're a, it's fighting, and Peter is like it, it, Tony keeps basically calling him a dumbass, and he's like, you know, I'm half human. That part of me that's a dumbass is you it's people. You. <laughs> I love when houses do that to their own houses. You're exactly right. I fucking love that. And Spock's good at that. He is good at it. Yeah. He's also pretty good at tapping into the human side if he wants to, right? Like if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, well, that's the so that's the thing about Spock, right? He's been raised by the Vulcan society to be mm-hmm. like anything human, like anything not Vulcan is wrong, so I have to like suppress that. Yeah. But he really 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 loves his mom, yeah. so he wants to hang on to it. So he's like doing his best to like publicly facing be Vulcan but like internally he's still holding on to that like he's not letting it go he's not burying yeah. it but he's just not letting it like be seen by other people because again like old Spock when um he's like you got to go back to the ship and you got to get me to step down from captain and Kirk is like you're never going to do that like how the fuck would I do that <laughs> and Spock was like make me cry about my mommy <laughs> Dude, he was like can- Make me emotional, and then I will outlogic my own stuff. And there's a rule that says I can't cry about my mommy, and I'll immediately Wait. step down. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to remind me of like what happens plot-wise, because again, I was very drunk. But so, this was okay, one of so, those moments that um, triggered another humongous argument, because it's in the first one. I know oh, that. George texted me. Because George texted me. Yeah. Spock's mother is so in George, grave danger, and I'm looking at George, and I'm going to George, and I'm like, and what would you do here? Are you going to let her die? And he's like... <laughs> Dude, what do you uh, like want me to do I if I just went? And about. I go, and so I very Rachel. specifically go to George, and I go, Rachel. "So you don't love your fucking mother? Or like, is that what you're telling me?" Rachel. And on the this screen, what, Rachel, Kirk goes up to Spock, and he's like, "You don't even love your mother, <laughs> Rachel." So what happens is they're all standing on a cliff, and they're being beamed up by the Enterprise, and they don't have Scotty yet, so their beaming technology yes. is like, "Don't move, yep. or you're gonna get spliced." So, sh- so they're getting beamed up, and the cliff collapses under her so she falls and they lose her in the in yes. the beam yes. and spock can't go after her or he'll be like fuck he yes. won't, he'll be fucked so so yeah so she falls and then old spock is like well there's a rule that says if you have a personal like emotional attachment to the mission you immediately have to step down mm-hmm. and kirk's like he's just gonna do that stupid like, yep <laughs> yeah, Stupid. He will. Kirk's like, I have an emotional attachment to every single mission I've been on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was specifically that it was just so funny because I had just no, said it a George, second before George, to George. 
I was like, then you must not, I guess you don't love your mother. I guess you're a psychopath who just doesn't love your mother then, right? <laughs> out and he's like you don't even care if your mother dies you're free <laughs> i was like my george boy texted me, george texted me while you guys were doing all that and he went fox should have taken some time to recover i do agree that he should <laughs> <laughs> he's like i will say that he should have taken some time to himself <laughs> oh george let yeah. the half human side out for a second yeah. is that what happened yeah. okay see they can tap into it when they want I think I think when Spock realized he was smiling while he was choking Kirk out, he was like, okay, actually. <laughs> he wants me to do this, and I don't want to do what he wants me to do. But he's right. That's I do love I do love that about Ravenclaws, though, when they do are like, oh, you did get me. It's when you get when you out logic. When the emotion house oh, out logics. Yeah, it's they do. Yeah. When they get them to Something- change their logic. Because you're right. It's fascinating to them. Yep. Something we didn't talk about with Kirk, because it's so obvious, is like the amount of times that people are like, um, there's this one thing that you have to do to save the world, but it's impossible to do and you'll die if you do it. And he does it at least twice. He does it in Khan when he goes into the radioactive mm-hmm. chamber and they're and Scotty's like, You'll be dead before you reach the the reactor and he's like ah, no I won't <laughs> like, was, and, and then in the third one when he's in the fucking spinning yeah. fan thing or whatever and they're like uh, you won't be able to get out of the way in time to be you'll be sucked into mm-hmm. space he's like no I won't <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's that blind faith that Gryffindors have when yeah. they're like if I die I die but also I won't die yes. yeah. <laughs> so, but Spock <laughs> Spock again so he finds Kirk in the radioactive chamber or whatever and he's like, get him out of there, get him out of there. Oh, it's was this like, the g- very I, gay scene? Yes, the very the gay scene. Yes. Yeah. So he's like, he's yeah. like, this is this is like the gayest scene in cinematic history. <laughs> he's like, get him out of there, get him out of there, get him out of there. And Scotty's like, I can't. If I open the chamber, it'll flood the whole system, and then we'll all be radioactive. So Spock doesn't open the chamber, but he does very dramatically slide down the glass <laughs> and put his hand up to it, <laughs> and then like. Kirk company as he dies. He cries, Spock, doesn't he? He does. He does. And then, and then Bones figures out that Khan, Khan, well, actually, Spock goes after him before he knows this. He fucking, he's like, you murdered my husband, you have to fucking die. So Spock goes after Khan, yeah, he goes after him to murder him. Yeah. He's just wailing this shit out of him. Like, Khan's like, I'm I'm done, you can take me to prison, and he's like punching him. No, no, I want you dead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and Uhura has to show up and go, actually, like, his blood is gonna save Kirk's life. That's the only way she gets him to stop. Yeah. Like, this is the only way to save Kirk, is what she says. And he doesn't need the rest of it. She just says, it's the only way to save Kirk. And he's like, I don't need explanation. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need to know the logic behind it. Okay, I will Make stop punching happen. this man for <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> like, you know? You've satiated my rage. It's fine. <laughs> I do love that, like... My best friend's gonna be okay. Khan is, like, not afraid of anyone in that movie but Spock. Mm. Like, he's you want to You want to sort Khan real quick, Rachel? Because we're not gonna He sees Spock coming, and he just yeah. runs. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's like, I can't. I, I can't think... fucking body this guy by myself. Dude, oh, he no, is. What? No, you don't have to think. He is. He is. Khan's like a psycho Hufflepuff for sure. He's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. For sure. And I think, yeah. And it's and always so mm, funny when you see a Hufflepuff he, and Ravenclaw no, I, duo because yes. it's always super unhinged yes. in some way or another. I was going to say too, but that that's the reason also as well. Like, like um, obviously, the, like we don't really have to get into it. The thing with all his people, yeah. and they're the only thing that matters to him or whatever, and that's how he relates to Kirk, but he re- like he relates to Kirk through that, but it's in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he calls them to Kirk, his family, 
Whereas I don't know if that's how he really feels about it as opposed to like these other higher beings that are on my level and the only other people I can relate to. Yeah. I, I guess that's family in his twisted brain, but he puts it in those words for Kirk. But that's, again, and then also con- like Spock the whole time is like watching this man and being like, he's manipulating you. He's manipulating all of you. He knows exactly what you do on the <laughs> ship and what you do on the ship and how you feel about them. And like, he's doing all of that. And, and Khan knows that he knows. So he's like... Yeah. I just like all he can do is hope that nobody is listening to yeah, Spock. Well, and like, to, be fair, really... like, to bring it back to Kirk too. Kirk, I think, knows too, but he's like, but what do you yeah, want me to fucking do yeah, about but, it, bro? But, but we all <laughs> also, he's he's like, what do you want me to he's like, what do you want me to do about it? And also I think Kirk is also getting hung up on the fact that he's like, and this dude's a, like human or like, you know, like a life form. So he's like got mm. some sort of yeah. emotions. He's got value. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's got emotions and value. And it's like, and he he is getting caught up in like the yeah. family thing. Yeah. And He's Spock's like, like, no. I would do that. And, <laughs> yeah, and Spock's like, nope, this man knows exactly. Yeah, and yeah, Spock's like, you fucking idiot. He knows that. Like, that's what he's doing. That is what he's doing. And they're like, mm. And it's not like, it's not helping Spock that he's currently like fighting with everybody on yeah. the ship. So... Well, well, you know what I like too. about the like, ki- t- kind of Ravenclaw that Spock is like when you see another Ravenclaw that loves the rules like um, like Rick Grimes because he wants he loves the law so much that he yeah. wants to become the law. You don't ever see Spock mm-hmm. want to become the law like truly he doesn't. No. He just respects no, no, no. the rules. He, that's mm-hmm. I, Yeah, that's something that we should say like what Spock's system is, is that they are all established systems. It's like Vulcan culture. And then he joins Starfleet. So he also on top of that adopts like the prime directive. Like, this is how Starfleet operates. So Spock is very, like, a by-the-book system, yeah. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Like, this is what the rules are. Like, literally the written-out rules, mm-hmm. and this is what you're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, and he's not, like... Everybody knows that! <laughs> he's not using his intelligence or anything to, like, uh, overthrow someone or, or in the pursuit of nope. power. He's totally he really happy. He plays support, and he's happy to. Like, he really respects Kirk as captain when... He does. I mean, throughout yeah, when he gets demoted movies. and he's still calling him captain. Yep. And Kirk's like, well, I'm not fucking captain anymore. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he's like, but captain. And he's like, don't say that word. He's me. like, well, I can't say anything else. My brain won't let me. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. I keep telling you, I can't lie. I can't change. I can't deviate. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, You're my captain. I love you. I, I am what I am. I didn't mean to get you fired. I didn't mean to get you fired. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think he felt bad about it? He did. He, he did. said that he did. He did said he? he said my purpose was not to have you demoted, Captain. Like, I, and he no, said, I know that he said that, but he's just saying like that wasn't my my. <laughs> no, but he just he feels bad that he upset Kirk, but he doesn't. He doesn't feel like, bad that he did still, it, right? He's like, but I yeah. still don't regret doing it. He feels like, bad that he upset Kirk, and Spock knows. He Spock knows how good Kirk is. I think yeah. he is also like I made a whoopsie. <laughs> like this man's not a captain. <laughs> I hurt his he feelings. <laughs> also, well, yeah, and like, and I like made a boo boo in the time space continuum. Like <laughs> this guy should be captain. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's really good about um respecting people in the position that they're in and like he really doesn't have much of an ego like it the ego does not no, jump out heavily right. no. I, I really well, didn't like see the it. whole reason he keeps getting into fights with Uhura is because he thinks that he needs to go have I love the way like Bones says it to him like oh yeah you told your girlfriend you were gonna go off to New Vulcan and just have a bunch of Vulcan babies I don't know why she'd be mad about that either <laughs> like you know like, um, so like his whole thing is like I have to go help rebuild my race and like you know, keep my culture going and blah, blah, blah. And he really feels that responsibility, but it's all because like, I have to keep Vulcan, the Vulcan system and Vulcan values alive. He believed the dumbass um, said that to her with his full chat. Like, I can't fucking believe it. (laughs) (laughs) He probably didn't say 
it like that, but like he told her that he Girl, had to he go said off it in a fucked up way. I and repopulate. <laughs> yeah, he probably. I have to go help repopulate my race, which is like I have to go fuck a Vulcan lady. But um, but no. And then the thing that derails him from that is that older Spock dies. And then he's so typically Ravenclaw in response to about it. He's so fucking weird. About he's so weird about it. <laughs> he's so weird about it, which to be fair, like I have to give to him a little bit because like, how do you react about the fact that your older alternate reality self like died? Like, are Fine. you sad? Are it's you like, you. finally they Whatever. got out of the way? Who fucking cares? <laughs> but he liked, oh, like they had a relationship. Yeah, whatever. So right. it's not just like, you know, but yeah, he was like very like, he did not know. He didn't know what to do. There was no logical reaction to it. So he was like, I will just ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know how to react to this. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it's juxtaposed with, with fucking Kirk sad about his dad. And they're both just like <laughs> sad emo boyfriends in space, like not speaking yeah. to each other about it. <laughs> just like, just going to get off the ship and never see you again and not tell you about rows it. Rows two inches apart, not talking about their feelings. In the space time mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> yep. They're actually ridiculous. And Uhura, like, well, okay, when we talk about Uhura, it's just so funny, like, because she's so her house, too. And she so very much sometimes looks at them so exasperated, like, just do whatever the fuck you're both going to do. Like, you're going to do it anyway. And you're annoying. She totally condones it. She's like, get away from me. Go be gone from me and do (laughs) your thing. (laughs) Just like fine with it. She's like, it's my boyfriend's boyfriend. It's fine. It's, it's that meme. It's, it's literally that Parks and Rec meme yeah. where April's like, like, this is my boyfriend, Todd, and this is his boyfriend, yeah. James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very much that. Um, anything else about Spock before we move on? That's going to like, oh. it always comes to you later in the episode where you're like, oh, and another thing. Yeah, we, I mean, I feel like we're going in circles. Yeah, true. Well, we can move on to Ahura. So... Zoe Saldina has a niche. Yeah, so I was talking to Hannah and Lauren about that. Like, I just, I'm pretty sure I sent out a text. Because you know what? I thought like, about Avatar a little bit, and I would put her Avatar character there. Yeah. I might if I ever stayed awake <laughs> enough to watch yeah, it. Yeah, Avatar's know, right? a they shitty suck. movie. I'm not endorsing it in any way. I had to um, see it in theaters once. Ugh, God, George loves that movie. TJ does too. He tried to get one. me to watch it five times, and He's I fell asleep nerds, on him. man. Oh, that Pocahontas <laughs> ripoff? Okay. <laughs> I'll yeah, just but, watch Pocahontas. Uh, it's even Saldana less problematic. Is a space Slytherin and somehow is always <laughs> in proximity to a space Gryffindor in some way. And it's like the same flavor of space Gryffindor, too. Her it's agent weird. knows that this is what she wants to be. <laughs> hey, it yeah. got her the three top grossing movies in the entire it, world. So, like, whatever. For, she's for fucking her. good at it, man. Mm-hmm. She she nailed it again because I love she, her in I Guardians saw, of the Galaxy. And I, I saw love her, her in this. Hot Ones and I would give her that house from the 10 minutes of Hot Ones that I saw. So Have maybe any of you. Lame. Hold on. You're all relatively mm. close to my age. Have any of you yeah. ever seen Crossroads with Britney Spears? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. It's been a long time. I was going to say, yes. I wonder if she's Slytherin in that, too. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. We'll talk about that later. I'll let it's you guys not watch space, it. So maybe there's a maybe. True. There's a, but I would give her. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's a Slytherin every time, but shout out to my people who love Crossroads. <laughs> Cinematic fucking masterpiece that that was. Anywho, yeah, she's a space Slytherin, and so Hora is also a space Slytherin, and it was one of those where like I was just watching it and just watching her mannerisms and the way she moves her body and the way she talks and expresses herself, and I was like, oh Slytherin, <laughs> like fucking immediately, yeah. like I really didn't need anything. Um, I, just I literally smart, capable, we started independent, watching it. intelligent. I was like, oh. Yeah, we started watching it, and I was like, "Slytherin can't 
expand on no. that. No, yeah, she, <laughs> I'm going right? to expand on a little bit. She, um, yeah, she's re- she knows, like, every language. This yep. is what I was talking about with um, Bones, too. I was like, he knows the anatomy of, like, 50 million different species and like the separate diseases that they can be afflicted with. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. So I was telling my mom about that with Ahura too. I was like, it's not that she just knows the language. Like you see it when she get when she's like, you brought me here to speak Klingon. Let right. me speak Klingon. She's just not going out there and like saying Klingon shit. She knows the culture and what she should be saying to them. Like it doesn't work because Klingon's like killing, but she knows to be like this man, like is not honorable. Like she knows all mm-hmm. that shit. She's, really smart yeah in the first movie um well there's two moments in the first movie the first also i want to say too the fact because i had to read up on this because i was like how immoral was this because spock's her teacher <laughs> and she and they, um so i read the wiki and apparently it was clarified in the back end or something that they did not start a relationship until he was not her teacher anymore okay. but he did have her in class and that's where they like you know we're like you're hot you're hot and then oh, they got they to know each other there and then after. they yeah, 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 yeah. Spock would have never so, broken that rule <laughs> no no and I don't know that she would have either but yeah, um just not. because it would have threatened her position absolutely yeah, but yeah. so but anyway so because because she is not put on the Enterprise and she goes like she gets the because they're putting everybody in ships or whatever so she gets her ship called and she immediately goes to Spock and she's like excuse me was I not the number one student in your class did I not yep. show like exemplary yep. skills like blah blah blah. And Spock's like, yes, 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 yes. You did all that. And she's like, well, then why the fuck am I not on your ship? And he's like, I didn't want to seem like I was showing a favorite. She's like, bullshit. Put me on your ship. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care, buddy. And then he's just like, care. okay. She's like, just it's not minutes. favoritism. I fucking earned it. Yeah. Like, get me on the fucking ship. Which is how Kirk felt about cheating on the test. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then so then the second thing is that um, she was in her free time. And Kirk hears this all under the bed of her roommate. And have sex oh yeah. in her free time was like cracking <laughs> mm-hmm. frequencies yeah. that she thought was weird or whatever so kirk part, part of that is what kirk put together that like this is an ambush or whatever yep. so when he um when he's saying all that her was like um yeah <laughs> she's like that's all correct like what kirk just said is probably what's happening she's like li- like she's processing it as quickly as him and immediately is like like she's not taking the emotional aspect or like the doubt of like, this right. seems like far fetched. She's like, Mm-mm, he said all that and I did that. And yep, that that's right. And then she immediately replaces, um, what is it? Romulan. They're like, he's like, uh, he asks Pike asks his person who does whatever job she does. I don't know what her official title is other than that. She's the linguist, but she does some frequencies and shit too. But he asked the person who initially was on the enterprise for that job. He was like, and he was like, oh, I can't discern this like dialect of Romulan men. And, and he was like, uh, do you speak Romulan? And she was like, all three dialects. And he was like, replace. Yeah. <laughs> and she's been there ever since. Oh, One of the big, um, it, you know, I, I think I tend to like look at the emotional aspects of people to like really get. I, I don't know if it's a me problem in my brain or whatever. But when she so you looked at when she fought her, <laughs> when she was fighting. Not, not, not that part, actually. It was when okay. Spock's life was in danger. That was a big tell, too. Mm. Um, oh, the way she the reason that acting, she was mad at him. The way, so the way she's the acting is like this is a Slytherin in fear mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. she was there she was in full control of the situation but you could see the panic on her face like you saw yes. absolute terror in her eyes but her hands kept moving towards the mission so it, there's like a connection between the mind and body where it's like okay I can I can detach from the panic that I'm feeling to 
complete this task and to re- like meet the goal of saving Spock's life and get him and on she here. she follows Kirk's orders, yeah. And, and she, she does that too. And then when Spock comes back, she like can't even look at him. She like turns around. No, she's like, and Spock goes and he's like, why are you mad? I was the one who almost died. Yeah. And she's like, because you, you just wanted about to die. Me. She was like, you yeah. didn't think about me at all. You like didn't think of us as partners. You were just cool dying. Like you just stood there and you're going to take it. And she's like, you you suck. Yeah, it's very that he's it's funny to see a, a Slytherin with that kind of Raven. It really is. It's funny because like she can put up with a lot of she, it and she like gets it too. Exactly. Like, so like a lot of things like that is are pissing off Kirk or whatever. She's like, he just like if you want yeah. him, this is what it is. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And Kirk's like, well, I do want it's him all the time. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but I'm going to yell at him. And she's like, I'd, it's not. She's like, I just want the good shit. Like, I don't want to do all yeah, that. She's like, but you're wasting she, your time yelling at him. But, but, but Kirk's like, but it turns one, me on to do that. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, it's not a waste of time for me or a waste of energy. Yeah. It's actually our, like, pregame. Uh-huh. But no, uh, one thing that Rachel, like, famously likes to say is that she loves looking at how people fight in order to get their house or I whatever. Do, I and that. I think Uhura does because we see her fight with Spock quite a bit. Yep. And we also see how she reacts when um, Kirk is first hitting on her. And she's like, <laughs> she's, it's very slow. And she's like very quietly amused about it. She's like, never going to happen. But she's like entertaining him because it's funny. It's kind of yeah. like a cat with a mouse or whatever, where she's like, this is amusing for now. And then she was like, and then the big men started beating him up. And she was like, okay, cut it out. Like, it's not fun yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but when she's fighting with Spock, it's very like, silent treatment mm-hmm. and, and just like doing her job silently. She and goes into herself. You, Yes, she does. It's she goes very much herself, so. and she would probably do this with any. She would probably do some version of that because that's just how Slytherin gets mad with any partner. But it works on Spock because going at Spock and yelling at him, obviously with Kirk, doesn't work. Right. Or like, like a Hufflepuff might like approaching him and telling him the problem. You have to get him to come to you and go like, "Wait, something's something's weird." Because yeah. then you're like, "Ha ha, got your attention." Now this right. is what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, yeah, that's strategic. what she does. She waits for him to come every time before she's like, you know what? This is your problem. This is what your problem is. <laughs> like, yeah. And then tells him. Well, um, and her problem is always that he just isn't thinking about Thinking her. about their relationship. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Because like she really does understand him. And she, does, and she, she cool knows that he until loves. Until the moment she's like, you're by the book, whatever. I support that. I am too for the most part. But the moment he doesn't think about her in priority over it also whatever. frustrates her that he doesn't That's, think about himself like yeah, you no. don't even consider yourself worth like why so wouldn't this, you this is extremely slithering because she does do this she like knows logically that he loves her they say it a mm-hmm. lot she believes him like he loves her but he has these things that happen where he doesn't show it necessarily mm-hmm. and then she starts getting she starts getting like i don't like that like when he was like I'm just gonna let myself die she's like that's not the action somebody who loves me would yeah. make <laughs> or like or um I'm gonna go make all these babies I don't remember what she was mad at him about in the second one um it's probably the trying really, to kill get himself killed in the volcano oh that's right yeah that's yes that's right and then the third one he's gonna go off and make babies but yeah, yeah but she yeah. she yeah she's Both and like and moves, they're, te- dude. they're they're technically broken up in the third one yeah. and you see Bones being like oh no but she's not that type of person She's really yeah. like quite she's like, I'm here to do my job. Yeah. And then she's like, if you're not my boyfriend anymore, then I'm you're not my boyfriend. <laughs> like, right. I'm not gonna treat it, it, you like it my is boyfriend. what it is, dude. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I still have yeah. shit to do. She's like, I yeah, I'm on the fucking enterprise. Like, you know? Um, she got a bigger role in the third movie, just that whole thing with um I forget what he changed his name to. What was the bad guy's name in the third movie? He was I Jefferson. Ah. And then he turned into like 
Klieg or Klerg or something <laughs> like that. I don't remember. Um, but she, uh, he, uh, she goes into the, cause she has to detach the saucer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she goes, um, and Kirk is trying to do it. And she goes after them and is the one to do it. And this guy is like confronting her. And he was like, why would you do that? Like, why would you, why would you sacrifice yourself? And she was like, cause he, it's so matter of fact, she was like, Kirk would do the same thing for me. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, I return shit, man. Like he's got, <laughs> like he's gonna do that for me. No way, I'm not doing it for him. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna call me out like that. Like I'm gonna. <laughs> she does, I mean, she also does really love him. Like they, they reach a point where they're well, and you see, Kirk loves the, like he's not leaving one person behind if he can help it. Not no. oh, one God, no. person. He, do, he, they're all his family. He loves everybody in like that individually, and, like, especially. I was telling my mom. Imagine what it must be like to be a crew member that's never on the bridge that you're like, oh, now we're fighting. Now the ship's blown up. What is happening? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, really? <laughs> no idea what's happening. The most chaotic. I guess we're going fucking... to Romulus now. Like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, you see all those people getting sucked out and Kirk's like, but nobody on the bridge is hurt, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, whatever. It's, it's... Those were red shirts. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so true. You never think about it from their perspective. <laughs> So, but he do, he do be loving people though, and I think I really think Uhura sees that and respects that, and like absolutely she's not going to put herself in a position where you can say something it. about her. Sure, but I really do think it well, comes no, from no, a, play, no. a good place of like that's my boy. It I'm is. doing it for him because he'd do it for me. Like it's very it easy to understand. Mm-hmm. I say it funny like that because I know, I know. Is <laughs> she is yeah, and no, and like in that scene that we were alluding to earlier, where they're all in that little ship heading down to the planet or whatever, where they decide Spock and Uhura, Uhura despite decide to have their fight right then and Kirk's like are we doing this now I'm not a part of this and her is like Kirk agrees with me he's mad at you too and then Kirk's like actually yeah I am <laughs> and it's very like three people are married yeah it's very, very trouble it's very much like I was not involved in this but actually you do this to me too but so I am yeah. upset. and we've been talking her and I have been discussing this and we were disappointed in you. We've been talking about all the things we don't like about you. You really want the Gryffindor and the Slytherin against you together comboed? Ooh, good luck. He doesn't understand. Spock doesn't understand. Only a Ravenclaw can like, take it because he's like, I don't care about that. Like, say whatever you want to say, you silly people. I'm tapping into the Vulcan side right now because I really don't want to give a shit about what you're saying, so I can because choose to ignore right. it. <laughs> He really just doesn't wow. get it so much. The, of the emotion time. and the logic is coming at me. <laughs> I just don't want to listen to it. Shut off, <laughs> dude. He's so funny, like so unintentionally funny. He really is. I, I'm. I know I'm hating on poor uh, Spock no, a lot, but really, he's I called funny Angel well. unintentionally funny earlier today. Oh yeah, he is unintentionally funny. I unintentionally funny is the best kind of funny. It is. It's like you're just hilarious. This is why. Kirk is so into it's him. It's just who you are. He's you're like, not even trying. Yeah. Wow. No, you're Kirk is like, so you're so. <laughs> I was telling Rachel the entire time. I was like, it's, and Dean and Cass, Cass, uh, Cass is a Hufflepuff. He's not a Ravenclaw. It's a different yeah, house. There's it's a different like form of robot. Alien world, not understanding yeah. humans for different reasons. Yeah. Right? Like Spock doesn't want to. Cass wants to and has a distinct inability to because he is so special. Um, But... <laughs> And I mean that sincerely, not in a he life. is. He is a special. Like, like, you're so special. He's. Can we call him a he's person? An amazing character. No, he has a okay. life. I've been. Call, I've been saying life form for Star Trek because they're, yeah. they're all living living beings, not, necess- not necessarily all humans. Dean and Cass are very Kirk and Spock coded <laughs> in the way it that is. they. It is. They yeah. They were fighting. I don't remember what 
part it was, but I remember texting Lauren being just saying that exact thing. Like, this is so Dean and Cass. Like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. It might have been when they were like lovingly staring at each other through the glass while their hands on the side. Dying. <laughs> like, yeah. Shut up. And then the I think guys, it was the- I have to go get revenge immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it was too when Kirk was like, Can you please just understand why it is I saved you? And Spock's like <laughs> <laughs> And he just He's so That's Dean so in that moment where he just looks at him, rolls his eyes, and walks away. He walks He's like, away. I like, can't like, fucking no deal more. with this No right more now. at this moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll revisit this because I'm still very entertained by you. But just at a later <laughs> time. fascinated. Deeply fascinated. You've, you've, Against my will. Lauren, like, he needed to put him in time out. Like, he needed, like, <laughs> like, I need 40 minutes away from you. <laughs> we'll revisit this soon. <laughs> Sometimes Gryffindor has to put you in time out. Like, you Press need to pause. give us a minute. I want to return to this conversation, but I'm not currently equipped for no, it. No, I'm going to say some shit. I'm going to say some shit. You don't want I, me to say some shit. And I have a boner. And I need to go get rid of it. <laughs> I think he does try really pick his moments where he, he can get Spock and moments like that. Yes. So it's like if he, well, he sees I, it's not going nowhere, he's like, we will return to this when you realize. I got to right. think about oh, yeah. this well, a little it's more. The, it's, the, it's the emotional intelligence thing where it's like he doesn't like he does get flashes of like, I get what's happening with Spock. But it's still weird to me because it's not what I would do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna... It's not what I would do, so it's wrong. He's right. like, and I think he... He's not he doing emotion right. He has to right. be okay with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, like, knows I have to try to understand that, but right now I'm so fucking pissed that you were a little snitch that I need to walk away from you. <laughs> or we're going to throw fists again. Yo, that fight in the first movie incredible uh, stuff they're just ripping each other apart i was like N- N- do his shirt next and get his belt buckle. let's go get his belt off it was going there they it were in front of people and they were alone they should have let them go they should all left the room <laughs> oh it would have been great do it on the chair it's there's a reason they're such a loved ship i'm telling you i see it i never saw first, it before i see I t- it i told Ra- rachel was like going crazy for it i was like rachel there's a reason that like the first ever fan my fan god yeah and like they're the first really like known slash ship there might have been one before it but i don't know. I, I think the first one the they were like making one, fanzines they're the stuff face for. like yeah they're the first one like document like there may have yeah. been they're flesh. still huge like they're still oh god a yes. huge oh, yeah pull for them and these Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto movies are not hurting. So I know, like you put super hot guys in, it helps. I'm not trying to imagine Shatner with anybody, like, but now you put Chris Pine in there and Quinto, like, hello, let's go. Yeah. I'm my, here. My, my, my mom was watching this movie. I do this all the time, but she she did this where she was like, Chris Pine's eyes are really blue. I was like, they fucking knew what they were doing with those bright white yeah, backgrounds wow. that they put mm-hmm. him on. Really and did. he's got the black shirt. And then they're like, yeah. here are his eyes. And I'm like, okay, yeah. calm down. <laughs> like, they were into him. We're just going to hypnotize people in the theaters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I literally remember, because this came out Mother's Day weekend of 2009, I think. Um, I remember my dad coming in and being like, I know you don't like Star Trek, but your mom really wants to go see this movie for, you know, Mother's Day weekend. Will you please come with us and like not you know, be all like whiny and <laughs> about it. I was like, I will absolutely come see Chris Pine in a tight shirt. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> like, no and then I loved them Hollywood for the really, content. They yeah. So they, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. We should talk about Bones because Bones is an interesting I one because I did not love And I really want to talk about Scotty too because Scotty is so interesting yeah, and you we'll really only have to see his scenes with Kirk. Yeah. Um, Bones, Scotty. Bones, I didn't check out. I didn't pay enough attention or give enough respect to you, honestly. I was fighting Rachel. with George really hard and I was so hyper-focusing on Rachel's those two. Rachel's at the two. Beginning, beginning of the third movie and she's texting me, 
And I was like, where do you have bones? Because I was, I, was like, I had just Alpha, started the who, first which movie. Which one's bones? And she, <laughs> yeah, she was like, so I was like, where do you have bones? Because I was a little scared because I had just started watching the first movie. So I, again, like I said, like you forget these movies, but I knew what bones was for some reason. <laughs> I knew what he was really, really clearly. And so I had done it in the past and just kept that with me, but I couldn't have told you why because I couldn't remember anything. So I was like, where do you have bones? And she's like, who's that? And I was like explaining to her who he was. And she was like, oh, yeah. She was like, Gryffindor maybe or Hufflepuff? And I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I got worried because I was like, oh, no, I misremembered. And I'm going to have to actually watch these movies before opening my mouth. But then Rachel kept talking. And I was like, okay, I just have to tell you that this is where I think he is. And Rachel immediately went, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, it would help if I rewatched a scene with him in it and like paid attention to what he was doing. Right. Hold on. OK, let me look. And then I put on the third one and I was like, because oh, he immediately was like, yeah, I, I know you're being a little bitch today because your dad died or whatever. I was like, ah, ah, OK, OK. Sparking a different flavor. Damn the fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, we landed. We landed on Ravenclaw. I mean, Hannah, I don't know if you agree. Nope. I right, put Hufflepuff. Put <laughs> Interesting. I also put Gryffindor, cross that off, and then put Hufflepuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the rage gets you at first, right? Like the anger and the outbursts and like the... He doesn't it's, really, though. It's not, he's it's just not grumpy. rage. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's yes. Just it got me, though, because there's so many disgruntled and grumpy Gryffindors. And I was he's like, oh, are you one of those? But like, he's just very like dutiful trying to do his own thing and then he always has to fucking yeah, that's why i landed on hufflepuff the second when i went Gryffindor, wait it doesn't feel right okay so he must be a hufflepuff because he's like really dedicated and really like loyal to this community and then lauren was like let me throw this at you and i was like uh, oh shit yeah and i saw it i saw what she was talking about but she makes very good arguments for it so you- Take it I away. I remember him now. I don't know. Well, like, you, um, you, talked, I, you told me about his backstory, which I knew nothing of. Yes, because you didn't listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kirk meets him going up to uh, Starfleet or whatever, going up into space where Bones is like, he's like, you know, my name's McCoy. Um, my wife divorced me. Now the whole fucking planet's after me and I got to leave. And he's like, I fucking hate space. I hate space. <laughs> I'm going to throw up on you probably. I don't want to be in space, but I'm going to space. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> So Kirk's like, okay, man. And then the next time you see them, they're best friends, which I think I just have to throw in to it's like a really weak argument. But I think Kirk has already proven his um, preference for logic houses to be around him. Yeah, He just clicks better at that. But um, so they're friends. We don't see them get to become friends. We just see their first, you know, meeting and then they're friends three years later after they've been through the academy or whatever. I had um, Bones's like system thing, whatever down as like w- the Hippocratic Oath or whatever the, you know, equivalent of it is in space. Like he's there to save all people, any kind of people and like the pursuit of that. And and I understand how it seems like Hufflepuff because it's like your role is the doctor. It and very that is much looks do. like that. But yeah. and, and it can look like and I I. I, I totally see it, but I just have it as Ravenclaw because I, because he, I, and I, you see it in his interactions with Kirk, like Rachel said, like, oh, I know you're all Saturday because it's your dad's fucking birthday, but we're going to have a party anyway. Like, I'm over this bullshit. Or when he, um, just his bedside manner to me is very Ravenclaw. Kirk says that to him. He's like, it's work, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I think you're better. He's like, yeah, I'm not. And like, his like, 
whole catchphrase is just ra- like, you know, like, I'm a doctor, man, not a physicist. Or, you know, like, I, like, I'm a doctor. I'm not supposed to be doing this other shit. But he does do the other shit. Yeah. And um, in the third movie, they pair him with Spock, which was so, so funny. And I'm glad I told Rachel he was a Ravenclaw right before that because Rachel was like, I got it. <laughs> I, yeah. Rachel was like, I've got it because you've got, they're completely opposite. Different and systems. Ravenclaws. I was like, no, I was like, Spock is a system rule. Like he goes by the rules of the system. Whereas Kirk is like, or I'm sorry, um, Bones is like, this is what I can make out of the system that I agree with. <laughs> So he's, you know, he's very like he's very working around the system while still following the system where like Spock is very, very rigid, rigid, rigid system. Like this is the role I have to do the rule or whatever, because I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember what he does in the second movie. He is. Don't ask me. Using (laughs) using using Khan's blood to try to bring the the animal back to life or whatever. And they're like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, I just want, you know, Khan has the ability to like, okay, whatever. (laughs) I was gonna I was gonna argue with you a little bit, but I have a Ravenclaw friend who models uh Gryffindor, but also just like leans into Hufflepuff a little bit. So, so I don't it's so interesting when someone is not but so you remind me kind of of bones. So. I was gonna say I don't because I don't know if I would say that he might mo- like I'm just thinking about it more like what would I say to be like not Hufflepuff? He doesn't have community he's not like a community of doctors and i wouldn't even call that i don't even think he sees the enterprise as a community he is there he's like i'm the doctor on board i save these people's lives this is what i and he's like and i love a lot of these people so i will try a little harder like when Mm -hmm. you know spock gets impaled Mm -hmm. and he's he's like he's like explaining that's the whole thing too he's like explaining the whole process to him he's telling and he's like making a little fun like He's like, now, if I remember correctly, your guys' heart is like where a human's liver is. So, like, you were two inches to the right, you'd be a goner. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, um, or when when they get surrounded by those ships and Spock gets beamed up and he's like, oh, fucking typical. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's giving, it's giving modeling Gryffindor, actually. I really, I, I honestly agree with you. I really felt that yeah. way where he very quickly, if I had to go like off of my gut for a second, I was just, um, the way he's like always so done with everything and so he's fucking so grumpy fucking and, like, exasperated that don't he has bother. to like you're so annoying but then and then all of the puns and the metaphors dude and- I, I, personally I think what what rips him out of that is the way that he goes about actually accomplishing his duty because the Gryffindor will complain the whole way through mm-hmm. but like he hits a point where he's hyper focused on what he's yes. doing I was yeah, yeah but and also what he likes he likes being responsible for people's lives. He does. Like he feels that, capable he, he, of it. It ties <laughs> into exactly what I'm saying too. He's not resentful of it. He's upset when he has to do shit that isn't that. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, when he's, he's like this is not my job, or but then he, he has to save Spock's life. <laughs> Then he will complain the whole time. Right. But also, like, this is a Ravenclaw. This is a ra- We always, like, shit just works out for Ravenclaws. Like, yeah. this is yeah. when... Um, when his when, arms caught in when, the fucking... Right, yep. right. Yeah, and the, with the bomb about to go yeah. off and Carol just rips it out. No, but Spock wants to go uh, back, uh, invade the swarm or whatever. And they're like, you can't because you're injured. And he's like, well, what if somebody who knows my injury intimately and also knows <laughs> the inside of the, the ship comes with? And they, like, go get uh, bones from the medical bay. And he's like... I don't fucking want to do. And then he's on the ship and he immediately yep. does it. He's like, all right, I don't know how to fly this thing, but let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and, um, and he's the one who's like, who's like, Kirk, you're never going to make it out of that fan in time. And he flies the ship over there to like catch Kirk. So he doesn't go into space or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, or or Kirk yells at him too. He's like, drive them towards the square, Yorktown Square, and he's like, I don't fucking know why we're doing this, but let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just like, whatever, man. This is what you've told me to do. I'll do it, I guess, because well, his uh, it's part of his part of his system is just like just his role within the ship is as a doctor, but I think again, larger, it's like saving lives yeah. or like preserving lives. Mm-hmm. So like whichever well, way that is needed at the time. I think that's why he gets along so well with Kirk's I don't believe in no win scenarios. Right. You know? Because yeah. oh, yeah. they're they're yeah. both very much like their yeah. own personal prime directive is that's very similar. The other, that's the other thing that I can see Bones so clearly as a Ravenclaw into. He finds he finds Kirk and Spock so fucking hilarious. He loves seeing them fight. He's like, oh yeah, I hate that pointy-eared bastard too. Yeah. But then he's like with Spock and he's like, you're funny, man. And then Spock's like, you're kind of stupid too. And he's like, I'll fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's the, um, very... there's, there's a very distinct, like, okay, we talk about the Hufflepuff Slytherin overlap. There's a Ravenclaw Gryffindor overlap with this. And it yeah. looks a lot uh, it looks similar it's when like it a, becomes there's the if I die, I die. Sometimes the Ravenclaw yeah. has a little bit of that, but also it's the shit just works out, right? So where the Gryffindor is running without thinking, it's like almost like the Ravenclaw has calculated everything and they're like willing to take the risk because they've calculated it and they've assessed it and it's just going to work out for them. The way it magically just works out for a Gryffindor sometimes too. So there's a there's an interesting overlap there where I think, yeah, if you get a character like Bones, it can easily look like a different house than what he is. He's a very interesting character when you really sit there and think about him and like really try to fucking analyze him and put him into a box. You're like, oh shit. Interesting. But and I love how he uh he'll shit talk anybody to anybody else too, because he's not like I, know, I have no gossip. He's like, I, I'm here for the drama, honestly. Like this is hilarious. He's, he is. Well that's like like um like Spock is like just, you know, fascinated by like the workings of, I think Bunch just likes to see people. He like finds it funny. He does. <laughs> like, he does. He gets it. He's not like Spock. Like he gets it, and he also knows how to make it happen. Right. <laughs> and he thinks it's funny. Well, you know what? You know what Until else is funny? It's focused on him, yeah. and then it's no longer funny. You'll say like, like people. I guess will say well, like on me. <laughs> Gryffindors really love drama, but Gryffindors get really invested in it, and then their personal feelings get into it, and then they get mad about mm-hmm. it, right? Like a Ravenclaw, no, really he's can totally, just yeah. enjoy the drama. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Because Gryffindors like will not be a part of it, but will somehow put themselves into it. Mm-hmm. Even they're when affected they're affected by things it somehow. Yeah, that yeah, they have yeah. nothing Bones, to do with. Bones yeah. is totally a bystander, but then genuinely when somebody turns to him and is like, get in on that, he's like, no. Yeah. Don't no. look at me. Do not make uh, direct eye contact. Yeah. I'm here. When you're when you're dying on a table, I'll be there. But otherwise, yeah. I, I don't want to be there. And he's very honest about it. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Really... He tells you that. Yeah, he'll tell you that. Dude, he's really a funny character. I'm I'm sad I didn't give him the attention he deserved at first. He, no, and he's very funny. Really watch he's, it again. He's extremely funny, and his his relationship with Kirk is very cute. Um, when. <laughs> When he's going after Kirk, like he injects him oh, with yeah. that, um, <laughs> that vaccine so he can get on the ship mm-hmm. and then Kirk's hands blow up. And then Kirk and then Bones is like chasing after him with medical equipment while Kirk's trying to like run around trying to save the world. And they do that. They do that gag several times where Kirk's like trying to run after somebody yep. to go like save something. And Bones is like poking at him with medical device. And Kirk is like, if you touch me with that fucking thermometer again, I will shoot you. Like, <laughs> and Bones is like, fascinating. Why did you react like that? <laughs> 
I mean, I think that pretty succinctly sums him up, right? Like, <laughs> fascinating. Why did you react like that? Do it again. I want to see you do it again. I'm going to poke These you again. That's weird little observers. Harkens back, back to our Ravenclaw roots, right? If I poke it, what happens? Yeah. Like, Very different Ravenclaw already, But Spock. maybe something different will happen if I poke it again. <laughs> I love when we have characters in the same house that are nothing the fuck alike. I love when that happens because he is not like Spock. He's just not. They don't think the same way. Um Mm-mm. So it makes it fun to put them together. They don't it's have the I, same motivations. There's oh, I there's love the one, third movie when they were one, together. There's one scene that I can. Um, it's when uh, the first movie when Spock gets uh, Kirk, kick, he kicks him off the ship, and um, Bones goes to him and goes, "Look, was removing Jim the logical thing to do? Yeah, but was it also the stupidest thing to do? Yeah, you need him here. <laughs> like he, yeah. that's what he does. And it's yeah. very very interesting that he's like, look." Um, I see you, Ravenclaw, and I know why you did this. Um, I wouldn't have done it because although it is logical, it is stupid. So he yeah. specifically, this is why I was veering towards Gryffindor at the beginning, because he says, was it logical? Yes. Was it the right thing? That's one of the three okay. things I wrote down. Yeah. Was it the right thing? No. But see, I don't things. think he means that in the sense morally. I <laughs> yeah. think he means that in the sense of like, what it's does the shit mean? Yeah. It's to insult him. It's to insult him, honestly, it's, too. But, but, but yeah, but also, but like what I'm saying is he doesn't mean the right thing morally. Yeah. He means like the right thing in order for the ship for to, to work. function correctly. Yeah. 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 It's like you, you say that you wanted, you obviously wanted the best for the ship and you wanted the best outcome, whatever. Was that the best outcome? Dumb, dumb. Was it? Right. I don't think so. <laughs> and he also just loved shit talking. Like, you know, he he, <laughs> he loved that. He's such a shit talker, man. That's why his wife divorced him. I mean, she couldn't deal with the Ravenclaw. Not everybody it's, can. That's where he got. <laughs> my mom was like, oh, my God, that's where he got his nickname. Because when he's on the when he's going up into space and he's like, my wife made the whole planet mad at me. He's like, stripped me of everything but my bones. That's why they call him bones. He was like, yeah, he, he said he said something stupid to a Gryffindor who adopted him immediately and was like, this is your name forever now. I will yes. never call yep. you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He, was like, yeah. he did winchester him. Like, here's your name. Immediately winchester Yeah. Yeah. Strip me of everything but my bones. Oh, so your name, that, that is what defines you. Your bones. No, not everybody does. Your bones. <laughs> they do. It does define you. It does define you. I said. That's why I disqualified him from being a Gryffindor, actually, is because he never brings up the divorce again. <laughs> nope. He's done. That part of his life is yep. over. He's like, I left the planet. I don't even remember her name. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Dude, they're an interesting bunch. I, I'm so endlessly fascinated by them. I really am. Ravenclaws, yeah. Well, um, they're hilarious. I want to talk about Scotty because there's not a bunch to say, but what there is is so fucking telling. I love Scotty. Yeah, he's funny. And um, they picked the best actor for him, I think. And then he wrote his own fan fiction and made it a movie. He did. The third movie was <laughs> yep. uh, partially written by him. Yeah, um, and and directed. I don't know. But I did. I did. Maybe produced. He had a double credit for something. Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Um, I was saying there's not a lot to see, but what you do see is so extremely telling. Like they find him in the middle. He's a Gryffindor, in my opinion. They find him Absolutely. in the middle. <laughs> Thank you. They find him in the middle of the fucking tundra in the in the first movie and. <laughs> And uh, older Spock shows him the equation that he hasn't come up with yet. And Scotty's just like, yeah, I would have come up with it. Like, yeah, thank you for giving it. To-. He's like, yeah, I was almost there. And then they're like, you want to be the head engineer of the Enterprise? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> but um, the thing that really got me that I found so fascinating is that so Scotty's the head engineer of the Enterprise. He's running the ship and keeping it together. And he knows every single thing about it. And I told my mom about this, too, like the same thing with her and the same thing with Bones. 
He has to filter through, and Chekhov does this too when he takes over for Scotty a little bit. He has to filter through, like something happens to the ship. He has to filter through everything that's happened, every possible fix, and then fi- find the best fix. And he does this all within like seconds. Like he has to do all of that. So he knows the ship very well. And just like Kirk, he calls the Enterprise my ship. Mm-hmm. And they don't fight each other about it. Mm-hmm. They both have some sort of respectful knowledge of like, yeah, she's yours and she's mine, like in different ways. And they both like respect the ways in which the ship is theirs, but she's also mine like to mm-hmm. both of them. And it's so interesting how that works. But yeah, that was just the first movie. And then um, the second movie, he won't sign for the missiles. Oh, yeah. That's what and it's very that much the, a, That was a big it's one. It's very much a this is not morally right. Yep. He says, I don't know what these missiles are made of. I don't know what's inside of them. Right. If I sign for them and the whole ship blows up, that is me. me. Yep. I did that. Yeah. He's like, I will not sign for that. And he's fighting when like, he's fighting Kirk, and he's like, you can see that he's so certain that Kirk is gonna like see that the right thing to do. And then like, okay, I accept your resignation. And he's like, wait, what? Kirk's blinded by his dead daddy. Yeah. He's blinded by his dead daddy. No, he does that. He tells because he because he does what Kirk would have done in order yeah. to call somebody's bluff, right? Yeah. He's like okay, if you make me sign for these, then I resign. Like, this is how serious I am. And you understand how serious I am because we get each other. Like, we know each other, yeah. right? And then Kirk's like, well, then I accept your resignation. And he is shocked. He's like, yeah. seriously, you're going to you're gonna do that. Like, okay. Um, but then he's, but then he's, uh, he's <laughs> in the fucking bar drinking, this bitching about Kirk, yep. bitching about Kirk with his little buddy. Like, fires me. I'm the best engineer in Starfleet. Like, the fuck does he think he's doing? And they're doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Lauren, I think I once told you the SpongeBob audio that goes around on TikTok where they're like, they just treat me like this, fire me, just treat me like trash. I've told you that's the inside of a Gryffindor's brain. He's doing that. He's doing that out loud, getting drunk at a bar. And Kirk calls him and and Scotty's like, oh, ho, ho, look who's come crawling back. <laughs> and Kirk's like, no, actually, no, I'm not. He's like, so you want me to be the engineer in the Enterprise again? And Kirk's like, no, actually, but I need you to do me a favor. And Scotty hangs up to him and is like, thinks I'm going to do him a fucking favor. <laughs> and then he goes and does it. Yeah. And Kirk knew he would because Kirk can read him yeah. just like Scotty yeah. can read Kirk. <laughs> yeah. And it's, also, uh, it's, I see it's you. never. And uh, Kirk does go he apologizes to him and he doesn't say you were right but they do the equivalent mm-hmm. of like Gryffindor yes, you know Gryffindor like yes. I fucked up and Scotty's <laughs> like yeah you did <laughs> we don't need to say sorry right no god no, please no, move we on understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like he's like just acknowledge he's like he's like I really want you to be on the ship again Scotty's like damn right you do <laughs> like, and then Forgive. yeah and then yes and then the third one he has uh, a bit of a bigger role they kind of focus more on the crew in the third one so he's the one, Jayla, Jayla is her name? Jayla. Yes. Um, so Jayla. he's the one yep. who finds Jayla and she's, I love, I love the way that she calls the ship her house. She's like, it's house. cute. Sky. And Sky has one of those Gryffindor things where he's like, oh, you're different and strange. I love that. Yeah, she calls them by their full names. She's like James <laughs> T. Kirk and, and she's like Montgomery Scott. And he's like Scotty. And she's like Montgomery Scotty. <laughs> it's like, he's oh like, my God. I love this. Yes. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm in love with, yeah. And she's playing the music and he, He's he I don't know. I don't I other than that, I don't know what else to say to him. The third movie, he's just very griffin the entire time. He's yeah, like, I mm-hmm. want you to help me find my crew, my friends, yes. <laughs> and, you know, and and he's like so like ardent. he loves teaching like he like he clearly sees her as like a little prodigy. They got her into Starfleet Academy like they pulled some shit yeah. together and he's clearly like very proud of that. But like when she meets him and she's like, what does that badge mean? And he's like, it means I'm I'm an engineer in Starfleet. And he's like, he's very he's a good teacher. And I think that speaks to Gryffindor. I don't know. That is just a Gryffindor. I don't know what else to say about it. He just is. He just is. He just is. And then I don't know how much there is to 
like I guess I have two little things. Uh, Rachel and I both put Sulu and Chekhov in Hufflepuff. Yeah, both of them. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and so the big thing for Sulu was just like um, he's very a uh, role. Wherever minded. you put him, he's like yeah. I know that. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like Pike's I'm like who one hundred percent like who is combat training? And Sulu's like I do. And then um, yeah. they're going down there, and Kirk's like, "What kind of combat training?" And he's like, "Fencing." And Kirk's like, "Oh, you're gonna die." And Sulu's like, "Nah." Yeah, Sulu's out of badass yep. sword. Yeah, no, he um, when he's he's like a new pilot. So Pike's like, "Do you know how to fly this thing?" And Sulu's like, "Yeah," um, because <laughs> it's like the ship's not going at first. Yes. Uh, in the third <laughs> movie, when the ship has no takeoff capability, um, because it's so old, and they have to go off that fucking cliff or whatever. Oh, yeah. I can't remember who it is that's like looking at him like, are you going to pull the th- like, are we going to go? And he's like waiting till the last second for he before he pulls off. He is. He's very good at what he does, where he has to do it. He is yeah. just like, I am a crew member and I do what I need. But the thing that I'm really good at is piloting because the other big thing that screamed Hufflepuff to me is the first time that um, Kirk told him to take the chair. So mm. it was like, I don't it's again. Hufflepuffs aren't super like some of some of them mm-hmm. can be like Thor yeah. But I think that's also just Thor. It's not necessarily because he's a Hufflepuff. He's a just like a natural thing. leader. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Thor. But Hufflepuffs generally, in the sense of like looking at a Hufflepuff, aren't super leadership-y just because they do do that thing where they fit into the community and they work with the community. Mm. Thor's, I, I think we've said a million times, Thor's best place in the community was leading the community, which is why yeah. he's a leader. Not every Hufflepuff is like that. Most of them no. are like, worker be or like you know they fit in the part of so he's told to go in the captain's chair and they actually dedicate like a sentence or two to being like are you okay and sulu being like i just don't really feel like i belong here and then being like you're, you're gonna do great like you'll be great yeah. wherever you are so um and then like he's got his daughter who he's doing all this for and his husband and it's very cute um and then there i would almost like copy paste to check off Oh my god. Like, I can do yeah, that. Really. I can do yes, that. I, can I do know that. that. I know yes. that. <laughs> yes. He is. And he's so he's a little more um like Sulu's like anybody have combat training. Sulu's like, yeah. Chekhov's a little more like they're down he's there proactive like trying, about it. Yes. They're trying to do math or they got a problem and they're not figuring out. Yeah. Chekhov's like, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, he is looking for where he can fill in the room. Oh, I love yeah. your Chekhov yeah. voice. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, funny. so cute. And I, I so love miss him. I'm so sad about the actor. Yeah. And I so um, so we'll miss him if they do ever make another movie. Yeah. I, that's all I really have to say. And he fills in when they fire Scotty and Kirk's like, hey, you've been working with Scotty. And Chekhov's like, yeah. He's like, well, you're the new head engineer. They're like, do you think you could? Yeah. And he also feels, uh, he says so when the, the ship, the warp core breaks or whatever, because the Admiral sabotaged it. But right. Chekhov, like Chekhov had literally just taken over the ship. And he's like, I take full responsibility. Like this is I my know. So that was, the big, yeah. that was the big one yeah, for me too. Yeah, that was the big one yeah. for me too. He's it, like, this is on me. I should be taking care of my my department. It's like, yeah, bro, you, you took know this what? department over five seconds yeah, Absolutely. Ago. Like, you could see that that broke Kirk's heart, too. He's like, you're not taking responsibility yeah. for shit. Like, it, yeah. don't right. even say that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, Daddy's home. I'm going to fix it. Relax. relax. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm responsibility king, and even I cannot condone this. Yeah, I cannot like, condone this. <laughs> what are you, me? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was really... It was really a fun experience getting to watch these again, even though like it almost ended in divorce for me. Um, it was like great. It was it was really spectacular. I've never seen my own relationship represented in media before. I've never seen that. There you so, go. It was, it was literally in like the biggest, most represented piece think, of media. I think I'm supposed to be in space. Um, like I don't think I'm supposed to be here. So George, beat me George, up whenever. Listen, no, I'm telling this for the 
George texted me and went, <laughs> Rachel thinks because all of the Gryffindors she relates to, like Han Solo and Peter Quill and Kirk are in space that she needs to go to space. And he's like, he was like, no, he was serious. He was like, I really am worried she's going to try this. <laughs> I'm going to find a way eventually. Gonna she's going to get herself I, abducted on purpose I don't or something. Think, <laughs> I don't think I'm meant to be here, to be honest with you. I think I should be up there. But, you know, we'll see. Give me a couple years. Alien reports have been like through the roof recently. It's okay, like it's forever. No, it's really amping up. Okay, I'm. I would just let the aliens take you. Don't let humans. I'm saying I'd rather be with them for sure. If you hear me, <laughs> if you pick up this broadcast, come and get me. Come and get me, baby. Let's go. Uh, I have to be captain, though. <laughs> oh, my God. And then <laughs> all will be well. Um, they heard me. They listened to this. <laughs> avidly. Uh, favorite body no, frequency. I, the RSS feed. Hannah, thank you for requesting it. This was fun. Like I really I enjoyed love this. These so much. I love every single character. At the beginning, we were like, we have nothing to say, and then we started talking about Kirk. We were like twenty minutes into Kirk, and I was like, wow, this is a really good episode. <laughs> uh, to my own horn, there. It but was good. It was it's just so fun. All of the characters are so fun, and they're so they are, and they're very. Um, not all of them are like as obvious as Spock, but they all no. they. They are very broadcasty of what they yell. Like once yeah. you hit it, once you hit what they are, like even Bones is the only one we had like a little bit. Bones was the like, only one that I wasn't immediately like, they're this. Yeah. Because he he's the a weirdo. Only one that was and like, like, and I wish I wish that I remembered why I had that in my head Initial. initially. Yeah. Just being a right. Lot, something a happened. lot of a lot of the time for me, Ravenclaws specifically are like a flavor. Like I did with Scott from I Ant-Man, mean, I get that. where I was like, you're just a dude. You're just a, Scott was flavor. Ex- it was exactly <laughs> the same for me with Scott. Exactly the same where I just went. <gasps> well, Hannah saw it happen because we went and watched the movies together and we saw the third one together. And she told me Hufflepuff when we were watching the first two and yeah. I, in the theater. I turned to her and I was like, listen, I got to tell you something. <laughs> Wait, do you remember, Lauren? I, you had went and seen it and you like what you didn't tell me because sometimes Lauren like no. won't tell me what her thoughts are. She I wants me to like her. organically tell her my own. <laughs> and I was like, I fear that he's a Ravenclaw. Like, I fear it. And she was like, oh, God, me too. I know he is. I know he is. And the other big one was um, like Doctor Strange was obvious, but also we were very we were like much earlier on in doing this. And I remember being very worried that Lauren wouldn't agree with me on that. And she was going to be like, no, he's a Slytherin. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'll fight for this one. I didn't need to. He's one of my favorite Ravenclaws. I don't I couldn't tell you why. Hilarious. That shit insane. But no, he's he's one of the characters. Sometimes there's characters that I'm like, oh, they're very obviously this. And then you guys sort them. And I'm like, oh, no, actually, you're right. And he was Uh one of those. Was he? What did you think he was? A Slytherin? I thought he was a Slytherin, but it's like interesting. There's a lot of the other house that I will could... clock and then not think about it. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you just did this I'm to not, me. I'm not normally thinking about it while I watch them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel and I have gotten more and more crazy because she still occasionally does that. Like, I'm afraid about where you're going to sort them. And then I tell her and she's like, thank you for saying. And I was like, how would I not see this? Like, I just did it's this not with that Spike. I, don't I was think... like, why did you think that I would say anything but what he is? You know what it is? It's when I get in my head about it and then I get attached to the theory of it and I really like it and I don't want to have to argue about it. Where I'm oh, like, yeah. I really hope an argument doesn't come up because yeah. I like really want to really talk marry about this. Into this. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm really into it. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> like, I just. We're going to shortly in a in a, a month or two, you'll hear the um, our Buffy episode. We haven't obviously yes. haven't recorded yet because Lauren's still in her watch of it. But I remember putting this off time after time because I was like. <laughs> If she doesn't land where I land, I'm going to be, like, actually deeply upset. Like, it's going to really upset me. That's how I feel about whenever we do Daredevil. Like, I will actually be fighting you guys. <laughs> I feel like already sorted. 
Oh, I haven't sorted him. So I know you haven't watched it. And I actually have to rewatch it because I stopped like midway through season two and now I want to redo it. You have to watch, watch the, the new one. Yeah, but it's no. funny when you have something that you're like really, really attached to media one. wise. Like when's I, the new one supposed to it's supposed to come out next year, right? Do you know when next year? Um, maybe we'll just make your said, birthday whatever that is. I think they said spring or summer. Oh, it's like so a maybe vague, it could be for your birthday. But like they keep getting delayed because of the writer right. strike filming. So. Well, I told Lauren I don't care if Stranger Things five comes out by my birthday next year. We're doing it. Like I'm, I'm so excited for that. I'm but that's one that you're not scared enough. about. Are you not concerned that I won't actually? I'm, I'm she already actually knows where I have not, Eddie, so I don't think she cares anymore. It's not even that, Lauren. This is a show where they're screaming it at you, with the exception of maybe okay. like two or three, where I okay. would like to have a discussion, not so much an argument. You know, but Buffy, they're screaming at me. Like yeah. I don't. But it meant. For, first of all, I was worried that we wouldn't sort the same, but I was more also worried you wouldn't like it. And then I was like, well, how am I going to talk? Oh. I can't like. How no, will we I go understand. on? I understand. I, I understand yeah. because before I forgot. I, before I was finally like put my foot down was like we're doing once in a time for my birthday and you have to watch all of it mm-hmm. before that Rachel had seen some seasons and was like I don't like the show I didn't really like it I only kind of liked Regina and she's like and I didn't really like Hook and I was like no you haven't seen the show you need to watch it I know you'll like Hook I know you'll like him because I love him and I love you and now she's like a number one Regina defender <laughs> to be honest that show came out uh she- maybe like 2012 or 2013 2012 yeah. I was still a Ravenclaw in my own mind and I didn't know why I didn't like Hook, and now I know why I didn't like Hook. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but she, I know I love him. <laughs> I was so concerned. Like, I visited her at the beginning of January, and we only watched Once Upon a Time. Yeah. And she was like, why weren't we watching Supernatural? Like, we were supposed to do that. And I was like, no, I needed to bring you through this because I needed, like, live reaction with you, and I needed to talk. No, my, That's literally how yeah. I felt. I, literally I feel how like I felt. You, you were really young when you started Once Upon a Time too. And it it got you at a formative point, and Buffy did for me too. I was like seven when I started Buffy. Um, I so wasn't it's that one young the, when I started. I know you weren't. Time. You had to be like college, seventeen. 18, I didn't watch I it live. Okay, um, but still, your like, high school college years are also formative. But but uh, I'm just saying, in, in relation to it, it meant <laughs> a lot to you. Buffy Wait, means a lot to what, me. Yeah, so I was one more thing that I I have to say based on that is <laughs> Rachel and I. Um, we're, we are doing Vampire Diaries in October, mm. so we will be watching that, which I'm very excited about because that was my formative years show. I've said several okay. times that was the first like real TV show that I watched. Um, I don't know why it was I my sophomore year. About you and then remember. I was a big name fan <laughs> in the fucking Delana fandom. I had a lot of Tumblr followers, and I was like one of the Delana blogs um, because I got into it like midway through the first season, so I was like there, and then I stopped watching it after the second season. Started watching Supernatural, but um. So they lost me. But Rachel and I have been sending um Paul does these like little live question things where people send him questions and then he gets to choose which ones he wants to answer. Mm-hmm. We don't sort real people on the show. But I don't think anybody show. will shoot me in the face <laughs> for saying that Paul Wesley is a Ravenclaw. <laughs> no, we shoot you in general. That was our rule that we made that we can break whenever we want. In fact, no, I want like, to break it. I want to talk about this. And be like, oh my God, you're disrespecting Paul. Like, all you have to do is um, watch his lives. Let me explain something like, to you. I have a parasocial a relationship with who I choose to have one with, and you can fucking <laughs> rip it from my cold, dead hands. And no, if I want to sort them based on my parasocial relationship with them, so I will. Been sending these TikToks <laughs> of him, like, talking to himself and answering these questions that he's choosing, where people are like, he's how's your so stuff with today? <laughs> <laughs> so like, she, sent one, she sent me one earlier today a convention panel and she was like oh no 
she's like, what if when we watch the show, we get sucked into their world and totally drop Espion? She's like, I fear Paul Wesley. <laughs> I'm like, we what also, if he gets me? We also, let's just go balls to the walls. I think Taylor Swift should date him. I think they'd be really good. <laughs> I think she needs a Ravenclaw. Even though I think that he has a girlfriend, maybe. But um, she uh, does need a Ravenclaw exactly But I like told Paul you it's Wesley. okay if she cheats. Like, I'm, you know... <laughs> In the Taylor Cinematic Universe, you can't. Do Can we talk wrong. about how Taylor Swift specifically is giving me Speak Now Taylor's version for my birthday? <gasps> Happy birthday to you! That's amazing. And she's giving you Paramore and Fall and Fall Out Boy. Boy. Yes, because yeah. she was like, "We have to do the Sweeney album." Do something for beforehand. Hannah's birthday. Yeah, Dude, that's so fucking good. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Yep. I can't wait. Ugh, what a good to gift. Hear better than Ruben. Listen, you know what? I. I know how you feel because I just imagine when Reputation TV comes out and hearing oh. the vault tracks and how I will feel as a person and how I will be changed forever. I, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I because I was telling Rachel this, the shit that she held back from you, Reputation was the shit you know she was like, mm, this is too bad. Mm-hmm. And she and doesn't, she doesn't care give now. A shit. Nope. <laughs> so, She's a like, liar. She gives a shit about everything that's ever happened deeply, and she wants us <laughs> to go after everyone for her, but she can't get sued. So uh-huh. noted, mother. I will still attack John Mayer as is deserved. <laughs> don't worry. I got you. I don't know I if I actually you. tweeted it, but like once I saw that TikTok of her saying not to, I was like, I will be fucking dragging this man. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> on my birthday. Exactly. <laughs> but Oh that, yeah, I'm gonna t- look, just let's all tell Taylor it's for Hannah's birthday. It's not about you. We're dragging <laughs> him for Hannah. You. It's because <laughs> Hannah hates John Mayer. It's yep. <laughs> President uh, of his of his hate club. What a piece of garbage. Um, <laughs> next uh next up is I'm gonna make one last next up we're doing the second half of Nancy Drew. So we're gonna do Carson Ryan and Bess. And Nancy Drew is currently in the middle of its uh, fourth and final season it is the last hurrah on the cw before that network is in the shitter forever bible, and will never return just bible stuff now yeah i um and reality imagine, tv imagine the wb or you know imagine thinking about what they would be they would shoot themselves in the head before they became the cw um wb was fucking great it was it gave us buffy so and veronica good. mars and supernatural God, and so good um 2012 area era cw was really fucking great. It happens to a lot. And look what look just look at the state of MTV. Like what the fuck happened to MTV? Yeah, you yeah. know, channels eventually eat themselves go. and blow up and it's It was bought goodbye. by a Republican Trump next star uh well, you know, bye. So know. it's going to be ya. golf and F Boy Island, which I'm mad about because I liked F Boy Island when it was on HBO Max mm. and now I can never watch it again. <laughs> so never seen anyway, it. Anyway, it it was interesting. Um it was trash reality TV. You know, like <laughs> There's but, so um, much of it. Don't even worry. I love right? trash I know. <laughs> I know. I've got. I've got fucking love is blind. I don't need it. Hannah, um, do you watch but... <laughs> Vanderpump Rules? No, but I need to because you told me all that fucking drama. Yo, yo, you need to watch. You told me all about it. You sent me all those clips. Anyway, so we're doing Nancy Drew. Um, and even though it's over, it is complete. They knew it was going to end, so it's not going to end. Uh, like Veronica Mars or you know, ho- fingers. Cross because we said this about fingers Supernatural. Cross it doesn't end we like had, fucking Veronica we, Mars. Well, fingers crossed. No, I mean the third season when it got canceled, not the fourth season when they actually planned out the ending. Um, and also, uh, we said this about Supernatural, and we were like, "There's no way that they could screw it up," and they did. So I'm just going <laughs> to put out into the universe right now that Nancy Drew's not allowed to do that. Um, their ship is heterosexual, so they probably won't. They'll probably be fine. But <laughs> whatever, dude. You never know. 
I, <laughs> I'm know. a little scared, but Rachel and I haven't seen any of this season, so we're going to go binge watch what's happened so far, and then we'll follow it from there. But we're excited. We love Nancy Drew. Um, you should definitely watch it. Uh, that's the last episode of July, and then the first episode of August is going to be um, the new Star Wars trilogy, because Rachel's been... Oh my god! To talk about Kylo Ren. Dun, dun, I, dun, I do not dun, dun, want dun, to listen to you talk dun, about dun, Kylo Ren for an hour. More. I she, cannot. More. She, more. She, 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 Hannah, I already told her that I'm going to be the balance because I do not like I Kylo Ren. I cannot. And stand I'm not going to let it happen. He's the worst she's, character. She's going to simp, and I'm not going to let it. You're I'm going to be the. But I'm not to be me. The You're nothing, but not to me. <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know do if I'm straight to do it. Rachel, every chance she gets is like, oh, I hate Star Wars. And then these are the movies she's wanted to do the most. Star Wars uh-huh. brings me the most unhinged motherfuckers in the galaxy. And for that, I am forever grateful. She's like, oh, I hate Star Wars. And then she wants to talk about Anakin and Obi-Wan and Luke for like five hours. Unhinged. <laughs> anyway. They're hilarious. That's what's coming up. Happy birthday, Hannah. Happy Thank birthday. you for joining us. You are welcome to join us anytime. And not just for your yeah, birthday. Yeah, hop in. Okay. We know you're also very busy. Come talk um, to me about Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the schedule. Let us know if you want to. Haley is is desperately campaigning to get on the truth. Are you doing Finn so and Poe? Decide how much we love her. Yes, I think we are doing yeah. Kylo Ren, Ray, mm-hmm. Finn and Poe. Can I just come? Just he was <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hey, I've joined late to talk about Finn and Poe." <laughs> and then peace. <laughs> then you'll miss the Kylo Ren, which I know you're so excited about, and then edit it, and that's just too much. Fine, fair. I am going to be insufferable, so I, you know, I know. fair warning. Yeah, it's probably going to be funny. Like you it have is. to get yeah, it because I can't because I can't stand Anakin, and that shit was hilarious. So, <laughs> way, this will not happen with Kylo Ren. But the way that I was like, I had like a kinship with Anakin is another Slytherin. But I was like, he was wrong, and he was a bad guy. And the way that Rachel totally made me like, actually, fuck the Jedi. Anakin was right. All right, we're going to end it here. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye! Bye Bye-bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to Sort of Brilliant. If our sorting choices inspired any rage or excitement, we'd love to hear from you. We're open to feedback, suggestions for characters to sort, and solid counter-arguments with citations. Never forget your citations. You can find us hanging out on Twitter and Instagram at SOB underscore pod or shoot us an email at sortofbrilliant at gmail.com. And since we're not above begging, please rate and subscribe to Sort of Brilliant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please share our posts on social media. And if you're a Gryffindor, maybe you'll inspire sorting fights among your own friend group. The theme music is Hot Shot by Scott Holmes. Can't wait to sort with you again next time. Bye.